2: Watch along of in your house a national incident. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. <laughs> We've been here the whole time. Look at this. Look guy. at that. <laughs> As the other cult arctic lads reel! From WrestleMania, we're here via our Ica Pro powered DeLorean. Back in the heady days of 1996, where a new generation is upon us. Who be we? We be the old generation. I be fake Geordie, radio presenter with that portfolio. Tom Campbell with the Mulligan to my O'Hare, the Clive fuck of cultaholic. That would be Jack Atkins, A.K.A. Jackie Orlando, rambunctious. How are you? Hello, hello. We've we've been away, but we haven't <laughs> been away. We we tricked yous. We did a little trick, uh, did a little trick we,
3: we said. We were we were recording because Wrestlemania
2: true story I got kidnapped by Adam Pacitti he got kidnapped by Adam Pacitti and went to Australia in the rest of the time yeah that Um, was nice was it warm it was you know what mixed bag Hmm. like Australia is intense yeah right it's like an intense version of England because, like, the weather is either fantastically hot or throwing it down and horrible. The people are aggressively sarcastic, and I love that. The, the, <laughs> the country is massive and wide, and the middle of it is inhabitable, and the animals will either kill you or look like they'll kill you. <laughs> Love Australia. It sounds like the polar opposite of Canada. <laughs> it really is. There is no chill in Australia. There is no chill in Australia. Uh, we went out for um, we went out to surprise Lady Beverly, which you heard on the podcast the other week uh, on the on the main podcast because I, I, I subbed in for that because everybody got COVID while I was away. Uh, but we uh, but we went out there for a surprise for Alex's mum, my mother-in-law, and we had uh, just a laugh for four weeks Good. in Australia. Brilliant. Just what the doctor ordered. Did um, a lot of relaxing, did a lot of laughing, did a lot of drinking and eating and sleeping.
3: I'm proud of you as well because before you went, I said for every social media post that I'll give you a pinch and for every post on Slack I'll give you a slap. And I only owe you about three pinches and about four slaps. So you don't
2: even owe me <laughs> a single pinch. I didn't tweet once while I was out there. Mm. I was nowhere near the Twitter That's brilliant. at all. I came onto Slack to and it was it was
3: important work So
2: something vaguely important. Yeah. On maybe two occasions, yeah. and it was work based. One was me in a horse mask. Well, in, there in, was that one. In yeah. Robertson. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, that was it. But I didn't do any Twittering. That's it was like,
3: lovely. That's like someone going from smoking 50 a day to having just a cigar at Christmas.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I didn't miss it. No. Didn't miss it. By now, Elon Musk may have taken my verified badge off me. Because from the 1st of April, he said all legacy verified accounts are being, uh, are being they're, they're blue ticks coming off, you have to buy a new one. That's fine, they're not cool anymore. I know, but I, I'll i miss mine, because, you know, I, I, I felt quite <laughs> important, having it? I'll feel less important now.
3: I only got mine to wind up Jack King. That's <laughs> yeah. the only reason I got mine. Pushed through on it. I was like, if I can get one and Jack doesn't, this will be brilliant. And he, his head fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser and I walked in one day. He's like,
2: "We got blue ticks, not you, gobshite." <laughs> oh, see, that's we'll miss that banter. Yeah, um, and we'll miss that. Uh, and speaking of things that we'll miss, so a little bit of admin. So uh, I were back. I've been away for weeks. We're back. Hopefully, you didn't notice too much. Obviously, there was a, an issue where I may have may have got the episode uploads confused and uploaded one episode before another. Fixed that. It's fine. Otherwise, it was fine. I I listen along every week as well to keep
3: on top of all the jokes and et cetera, et cetera. And I didn't even realize. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it came out, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Marty versus Sean Turner.
2: (laughs) I had a very polite message from somebody about that. And I went in whilst I was, we were on a cruise at that point on the way towards Vanuatu. And I was sat on my laptop frantically rescheduling podcasts. Whilst still using the chip's Wi-Fi with the entertainment blasting in the background, that's yeah. a great time. Um, but yeah, so thank you. So you may not have noticed that we were away for too long. Uh, so it just seemed like it just seems just to pod along quite nicely, pun intended. Mm. Um, there are a bit of admin changes forthcoming uh, because of this shit bag to my left. <laughs> Who? Who? Oh. That would be you, Jackie Orlando. It's <laughs> only me. Tell oh. me. Tell us your news, and then we'll watch international incidents.
3: One. Well, not only during those four weeks did, you know, Tom fuck off to Australia, um, I, I'm signed a lease on a, a new property, and I'm moving back to Liverpool. Jackie Orlando's moving away. Yeah, we're, we're, it's, been in, it's been in the works for a while. As the elder statesman of the office, myself, yourself, and Adam Pichitti, we like the three council elders. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, as we get on, as do our folks, and... My folks and Sean's folks, they're getting on a bit, they're getting a bit frail, and we were like, We're probably gonna have to move back soon. So, we're at the day of recording, I've realized that I'm moving in three weeks and I feel ill. Um, because Sean's already moved home, I've just been alone with the cats for 12 days. They've been really good as well. Louis's been my little mate.
2: Oh, uh, because he's missing Sean, probably. Yeah, yeah, and they think I, they think she's gone forever.
3: Yeah, and they're just like, Oh, she's gone. Can we have extra biscuits? I'm like, No, you can't. I'm like, Oh, so I've been. I decided that we were going to move, you know, in the build-up to WrestleMania. It's not like it's the busiest week of our year. So, mm. end of April, we're scooching back. But fear ye not, I'm not giving up my seat on the podcast. It's the highlight of my work. You better not do. I'm no. sick of people leaving me on the Classic Raw review. So we've, you always leaving me! Oh, bloody hell. We've, we've, got some, we've got some admin to figure out. We're going to try and blitz as many as we can in the studio while I'm here. And I'm taking a few weeks off to move and reacquaint myself with good chippies because Northeast, I love you, but you can't do a chippy. Um, And I won't miss the Metro either. (laughs) And
2: I won't miss Jimmy Nail. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He'll miss you because he can't shoot straight.
3: (laughs) Oh, who's that? Uh, Like the Waco kid? No, I'm not like the Waco kid. He was really good at shooting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sort out some admin and whether it's Zoom or whether it's me getting a train up
2: and so on. I think there will be episodes where Jackie will grace us with his presence because he will still work. Now, yeah, because in case you haven't figured it out, uh, Jackie Orlando will still work for Cold Oh, Heritage. yeah. You will still see his name on Cultaholic.com. You will still uh, hear his words through other people's mouths via videos and such. So Jack Yolando is still very much part of the Cultaholic family. He just geographically won't be in the building. Yes. Uh, So he's not going anywhere. So in in terms of this podcast, we'll probably do some together in the studio here. There may be some that we do via Zoom. We have the technology, but we will still very much be doing this show uh, together as a unit. Yeah, because we're a unit.
3: We, we didn't want to leave the Northeast, but when we weighed everything up, we were like, it's probably best if we're, if we're home and nearby and everything. Yeah, that's, and that's perfectly and flipping reasonable. Th- the funny thing is, this has been in the works since like last September. I think I, I first spoke with Aiden because he's, he's my direct boss. And then we spoke with He made sure I'd keep a job. And I spoke with you, and then you'd forgotten because then after it was all rubber stamped. I, I yeah. mentioned it to you and you're like, you're leaving us.
2: And I was like, you, I think <laughs> when you say you spoke to me, I think you kind of briefly mentioned, oh, we might look at this. And I just kind of, and knowing me, I was probably doing two things. I went, to, went oh, okay, cool. Keep me in the loop. Yeah. And then when you went, when I moved back and I, a few months later, you said something, something, when I moved back, I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like at the Christmas
3: party, the lads from unit five, who I see occasionally I go, all right, they were coming up to me. saying, you'll be a big mess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I missed that news!
3: (laughs) Jeez! But no,
2: I'm still hanging around. If I hadn't even mentioned it, you probably wouldn't have even realised. Probably not, no. So so hopefully it'll be a a smooth and painless transition uh, from one to another. But uh, let's enjoy the time we have together, (laughs) shall we? Yeah. I think we should. It's nice to be back (laughs) together. Uh, for until you until you, you you head back to Merseyside. This is, this
3: is legit. The first time I've seen you in five weeks. Don't I, it
2: really is, and I and I like to think we both held off on as much banter as we could. Knowing <laughs> that we we'll sat in a room together for one hour and fifty four minutes at least. Yeah, because there was the COVID week last
3: week. I didn't have COVID, but it was full of cold, and I thought I'm not coming in and risking myself to that. No. So, so I just messaged you and said next week, and you went. Yeah. It was a
2: bit. It was a bit pandemicy the other week. It was weird, wasn't it? It was really weird. Like there was a real weird energy about the play i think it was just because everybody was a bit poorly yeah um and uh but we're all fine now oh yeah everybody's fine now but uh yeah this is the first time we've legit been in a room (laughs) together so we can (laughs) we can catch a proper whilst watching international incident that's what you're here for so oh yeah sure it's a watch along (laughs) in your house while Jackie's still in our house hey, uh, we're going to watch In Your House International Incident so you can watch along with us by going to the WWE Network or Peacock or whatever version of the network you prescribe to uh, July 21st 1996 it's 1 hour 54 minutes it's got a picture of Shawn Michael super kicking our best friend on the thumbnail we'll give you a second to do that
0: right now
2: Welcome back. Right. Shall we international some incidents? <laughs> <Your language. laughs> yeah. yeah. Whilst we do so, I'm yeah. going to drink from this bottle of water. I bought myself an inspirational bottle of water. <laughs> I need to drink more water, apparently, because I'm old. Um, so it's a two-liter bottle of water. Is I'll try not to piss whilst we go. I was going to
3: say, is it started playing Havoc with your bladder, because I've been drinking oh, more yeah. water recently, and I've been pissing like a racehorse. I've,
2: I was... I, I last couple of nights, I got up in the middle of the night and done big, long wheeze. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Although it does make me feel very old, and it has knackered my sleep pattern. <laughs> and I got so tired on Sunday, I had a little cry. <laughs>
3: I did like a proper Austin Powers twenty minute long piss the other day. It was
2: fantastic. <laughs> Stood there, one hand on my hip, just going, "Oh, oh God!" Ooh, it's coming out on me. As long as it <laughs> didn't start hurting, then it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> on go, we're going to press play together on international incident from the WWF. In three, a two, a one, go! And off we go. As we're getting started, uh, I will also, I do want to say also a massive, very public thank you to somebody here at Cultaholic. Um, Oh, hang on. Hold that thought. <laughs> Jose Lothario and Jim Cornette having a showdown on the free-for-all. Oh, super soft. Oh, super soft. Give Cornette a punch of Rooney. <laughs> we're heading towards something with these two. Oh, the inside. Oh. Oh, we're all right. We're uh, yep, all right. Yep. We're all right. We're heading towards something with these two. And if I remember this segment, so there's Vader and there's Shawnee Boy to push over the podium and kick off with Ooh. Buddy vader sean in his gear and what looked like a lovely acid wash denim jacket all the gear and no idea as they say it's like me want to go for a hike (laughs) i didn't bring my notes on paper so i've had to get them up on my phone um want to say a big thank you to uh andrew hodkinson thank you andrew hodkinson uh, who took the best care of pablo yes he did whilst we were away andrew and joanne the best cat auntie and uncle one could ever ask for Canty and Kunkel there to the point where I think Pablo was very sad to leave yeah which is a sign there was uh, some lovely. I, I had updates about the holiday on Pablo from Andrew and Joanne And uh, there was one particular update as Gun makes his way to the ring with Sonny. Oh, the smoking guns, rather. Uh, Jim Ross is on the pay for you. Get in. Um, (laughs) I had an update where he messaged me saying uh, he's very settled in now. He's at the point where uh, Joanne's waking up in the morning and Pablo's chewing her hair. Nice. And I told Alex this and she went, ah, and then her face just went cold because she went, he does that to me. Have oh. I been replaced? She oh. was very upset, but I was laughing my head off. I thought it was hilarious. And how was Pablo with you when you returned? Weird. Was he pissed off of you? bit pissed off. Yeah. Like, he was a bit like... Alex sat on the floor and, and called him over, and he was just like... Mm. He was like looking around and sniffing everything again. He's fine now. He's back into his rhythm now. But I think it's because he had such a good time yeah. that he, he, didn't want to, he didn't want to leave. So thank you to uh, Uncle Andrew and Auntie Joanne. I feel terrible. I've got, this lovely, I've got a lovely gift for I want to say it too loud because he's in there. I've got a lovely gift for Andrew. Ooh, ooh. But I keep forgetting to bring it in. Is it the me. gift of song? It's not the gift of song. It's a little <laughs> gift as a thank you, uh, which I might present him with on Thursday. Ooh. Is oh, it a right? killer spider? It's not a killer spider, no. Okay. It's not a killer spider. You might have seen it by now. Talking of killer spiders, here's the Body Donners. <laughs> here's Dr. Tom and Chris Candido. Uh, we're kicking off uh, the In Your House International Incident with the smoking guns versus the Body Donners. Now, on the free for all, we had one match. It was just in Hawk Bradshaw. Uh, beating Savio Vega in a three-quarter star showstopper. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I heard,
3: yeah, because their historic feud is <laughs> about to
2: kick off for oh. about nine months, is it, it? does run and run. For some reason, Savio and Bradshaw, they just keep finding each other like star-crossed lovers. Yeah. There is an absence on this pay-per-view, which oh. we can maybe address now or a bit later on. Is it Jimmy Shoulders? It is sadly. It is Jimmy Shoulders, yes. Uh, the Jimmy Shoulders cloudy experiment uh, hasn't worked they have quietly sacked off jimmy shoulders uh heartbreaking to see um the body donners did an interview they were just there where they clumsily explain why cloudy wasn't there um they basically dumped the character uh what's next well after getting released by the wwf jimmy shoulders does have a brief run in ecw of course uh various injuries some personal demons end up ending his wrestling career uh, not long after that, he since found God and has become a chaplain and a motivational speaker. He also owns a successful construction business. What's it called? Is it called like Jimmy Shoulders? Sadly, I don't house know. House of bricks. But I would <laughs> hope it's called uh, Shoulders, like Boulder Shoulders. <laughs> built on. Yeah. You know a house is good when it's built on the back of Shoulders. Oh, oh, he's good. Oh, he's good. Hmm. One would hope. So no Jimmy shoulders. Um, Cloudy's done. Mm. Thanks for coming. I. You know what? Fair fucks to Jimmy shoulders. Yeah. Who absolutely gave it socks. Gave it socks. Got a payday. Yeah. Off into the sunset. Made some money. Uh, there's another concerning absence for this pay per view, which they they haven't mentioned until rec- until just now, uh, which is Jake the Snake Roberts. Ooh. Uh, from the Observer, Roberts was scheduled to be on a Toronto radio show. The previous Thursday, to plug the event, he didn't call in. Station contacted the WWF as to why Roberts never called. Uh, they supposedly told them that Roberts had gone AWOL. During the 30-minute pregame show, the Roberts-Mankind match was never even mentioned. It wasn't until the pay-per-view started that it was mentioned that Roberts wouldn't be there. Uh, he has a, a, Mankind does have a replacement opponent scheduled mm. in Henry Godwin. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, the uh, they work it and explain that he had a rib injury during uh, uh, the, the Vader and Steve Austin matches at the King of the Ring, and that's why he's not wrestling. Uh, Roberts will... End, we'll, we'll hear from Roberts on Monday Night Raw, yeah. but he's not here. We still don't quite know the full reason as to why. Unknown Jake Roberts, I'm already fearing the worst. Mm, sadly, yeah, that is the case. That yeah. um, we do fear the worst. I don't know whether that's the case here, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly like that's everybody's concern. So, no Jake and Mankind, which... which I'm genuinely gutted about. Yeah, it would have been good. Because they would have had some fun. Yeah. Those two. Especially doing the character side of yeah. it. Yeah. Because I was flogging my memory as we were watching, last time we were watching Raw, and I was thinking, I don't remember a Jake Roberts and Mankind match. No, nah. But that's why. Because hey. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> that's why I don't remember it. Tell you what, I do remember smoking guns first. Body, (laughs) no, you don't. Don't lie to everybody. Oh, sorry, sorry for lying again. (laughs) (laughs) You've ruined, you've spoilt the holiday. (laughs) Yeah, slap on the wrist for you, young man. Shocking behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from chippies, what are you most excited about with returning to the pool? Um, I don't, I don't really
3: know. It's kind of like bits and bobs because people are just like, oh, you're looking forward to seeing everyone. It's like, well, yeah, no, I like being away from everyone. So if someone's like, oh, we're having like a big party, I can be like, oh, I can't come as opposed to I don't want to come. Aww. I even said this to my mum on the phone
2: the other day. I was like, I've got no excuse for getting out of stuff now. You can actually go and have a life. Yeah. Is that how are you feeling about that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> well
3: the, the, place, the place we've got is because um, we went and had a look. We went home the other week for a weekend when there was a blizzard. We nice. were meant to go home one day. There was a blizzard, delayed it by a day. I started having not a panic attack, but a bit of a cob on. I was like, Sean, we need to go today. She's like, what if you get trapped on the motorway? I was like, I don't care. I'll push the car if needs be. We need to get home today. And we got home and it was fine. Um, but we viewed house on this road and we're going to end up living there. My mates are all in the area. Um, 15 minute walk from my old work studio, where I'm going to be working again. So 15-minute yeah, nice. commute, so I've cut out the commute. And it's like a 15, 20-minute walk to the middle of Liverpool. So I'm very much a city boy. And at the moment, I'm on the coast, and it's lovely, but it's a bit quiet for me. Mm. So the like I said before, the sushi idea. So I know now in this new place, if I want sushi, I know where I can get sushi.
2: Mm, you said you want, yes, we talked about this the other week, where you like the idea of having wanting sushi... You don't want sushi any time of the day, but you want access to sushi yeah. any time of the day. Yeah. Say if I just go, oh sushi, it can be like, oh great. So where your so your office where you're working? Yes. So you say it's fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minute walk into town. Once, is your office in town?
3: No, it's it's in between. It's it's okay. an area called the Baltic Triangle which is like the Ouseburn in Newcastle. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's where uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling is as well. No it's way! It's literally one road over from where, from my... There you go, if brand. you want for
2: TNT, you can pop in and see Jackie Orlando Hello. With, with
3: press releases. Um, so it's... Uh, for If you're watching on Patreon, this will be great. If not, this is going to be terrible radio. So like, Liverpool's there. I'm going to be there to the right. Office is like there. Okay. So
2: 15 minutes that way or like 15 minutes that way, it's... So the off yeah. So the yeah. office is the office is a bit further from the town, but the town is is south. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking because in my head I'd be going, I'd be lovely because you could finish work and then say, oh Sean, should we meet for a for a coffee in town? That's that's part of the reasoning
3: behind it. She's working over the river, but the nature of her job is anyway because she's a community midwife and a home birth midwife now. Mm. She has to, even if she lived in the hospital, she'd still have to drive for work. Mm. So I kind of said this to her, when we were looking, and I was like we've both got to commute or there's a a, a world where you commute and I don't. (laughs) And she just kind of went, yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) No, if I'm suffering, (laughs) you're suffering too. So, yeah, so we've got got everything sorted. I've got to pack up the whole flat by myself, sort out the movers, sort out the logistics. I've already cancelled our TV and internet for when we leave and set up new stuff. And then there's the how we're going to move the cats, which is going to be...
2: Oh, Oh, that'd be
3: fine, surely. Yeah, well, the thing is, we're going to have to get the removals to come one day and take everything, and then us move with the cats the next day. Right. Because otherwise it would be a case of locking the cats in a room for three hours while everything gets emptied, putting them in a car for another three hours, and then locking them in a new room in a house that they don't know in a city they don't know for another
2: hour and a half while we unpack. And they just go berserk. Cause so so what so, what's the solution again? So you haven't found it yet. Movers come on one
3: day, mm. take everything, and we just have one night left because there's luckily it's mainly unfurnished our place, but there is our bed. okay, it's not our bed, it's the spare bed, so we can stay on the spare bed that night with the cats next morning. Give the cats, a, don't know, sedatives or something. Put them in the car, drive down to Liverpool, ring the removals and be like, we're here now. They all drive around, unpack everything. So right. do it in two shops. Because to do it all in one day, it's, it's
2: stressful moving anyway, but it'd just be a bit more... How is, um, uh, is somebody moving into your place in Shields like immediately? No, no, no. No. Not, not immediately, no. I was. I just didn't know whether or not you could if you had somebody to have the cats for an extra night
3: we'd still have to come back and get them though Ah, it'd be an extra yeah it's
2: because when
3: we did the move up from
2: Berzyside originally
3: it was during the pandemic but we did it movers came one day
2: oh Oh. 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 thank you Jack 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 Oh, thank you, Stacey. Thank you, Stacey. And thank you for delivering them Jack King. Thank you, Jack King. Thank you, Stacey, for delivering us Easter eggs. Oh, wonderful. Freddo eggs as well. Stacey Emma. Stacey, Stacey Emma. Emma. Stacey Emma. Thank you, Stacey Emma. Did Stacey Emma get... Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very kind.
3: Um, so, yeah, when we moved up in the pandemic, we moved everything one day, stayed in our old flat for the night, and then drove up the next and right. met them. So, but this time we've got cats involved, so it's just a bit more... Huh. Mm was so a, a little bit more convoluted. There's no easy solution to it. But once it's done, it's done. Mm. I've booked myself off like two weeks off from work. Sorted it with Aidan Gibbons. Like, I'm off two weeks. And it happens to be when all the bank holidays are as well. So uh, I'm off, I think I've booked off nine days. I'm off for about 16. <laughs> and Sean went, why are you booking two weeks off? You'll be bored. I was like, Sean, I won't because... Everyone I know lives in the next road. It's fine. If I do get bored, I'll just knock around and be like, hello, have
2: you got any grapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how exciting. A homecoming for Jackie Orlando. Yeah. I've only told oh. a few people, though. Well, now you've told everybody.
3: I know, I've told everybody, no. Because... providing it all made the edit. Yeah. Because, like, like we said before, when we were trying to unravel the mystery of my real name, I like to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Billy Gunn just bust. <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, I, I'm quite a secretive man at times so I just wanted <laughs> to sneak back in what happened then was Bart Gunn had Chris Candido hung up on the ropes for a stun gun and Billy was going to run and leap over Bart and leg drop him, uh, Candido in the back but he couldn't get over Bart so he just ran and just kind of jumped behind and went
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then landed on his feet kicked Candido in the ribs and started yelling at the crowd
2: he <laughs> yelled at Bart gun, then didn't he as well yeah Billy, Billy, intense Billy. But you are quite a secretive man, aren't you? I have my moments, yes. Mm. Um, I'm gonna be egg. You yeah. are quite, a, yeah. So, I I, I, and I get that. That's that's all right. Yeah, I'm having some breakfast biscuits as well. You do that biscuits yeah. for breakfast. Uda what, Uda, what,
3: what a time to be alive. So yeah, it's it's going to be very. Liverpool, Liverpool in the spring and early summer is lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it's it's a good time to be moving.
2: Um, Is this all just a ruse so you can get a, a good, somewhere good to stay for Eurovision? Oh, yeah. There's that too. Because <laughs> it's some like Airbnbs that are going for like 10 grand. And, right, the
3: tickets are gold dust because obviously our good friend Ashton and Triple Jump was desperate to get tickets, mm. can't get any. Some of my friends and like um, my uh, freelance colleagues are doing the official program for Eurovision mm. and even they can't get free tickets. And I went to see them the other Jeez. week and I was like, squeeze the bastards, and they'd be like, we've tried, we're not getting in. I was like, if they're working on the official, official document and can't get in, then no one's got any luck. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm sure the BBC were looking for
2: people to go and work, like runners and stuff. Mm. But they're long days and yeah. little to no money. Yeah. But you get into your vision. <laughs> if it's, that's your thing
3: well I've, I've I've told Ashton i said if we're all in in time if you want to come down to Liverpool and hang out in like gay town of Liverpool it's going to be an amazing night I think it's the same night as uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch as well
2: oh wow um, are you going to go to wrestling stuff
3: in I'll, the pool i have got to go to Bits and Bobs yeah because mm. um, like I said if TNT's right there I'd sure love to have you yeah mm. so I'll, I'll, I'll pop along to Bits Jack's Indie Reports <laughs> this week from the indie scene, <laughs> no. Jimmy shoulders
2: back. <laughs> He's back.
0: <laughs> He's back.
3: But, uh, up the shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 exciting but stressful because it's been three years since we moved up.
2: Really? Was mm-hmm. that? I often I often forget that twenty twenty was even a year. Yeah. <laughs> like we were looking at how long we've been staying at our own our, our place, and it's coming up to like eight years. Yeah like, how was it eight years? Oh, yeah, lockdown. Mm-hmm. Lockdown was technically a year and a half. Well, it's,
3: it, it's weird because this summer marks four years and started with Cultaholic as a freelancer. Like, 2019, I think I was... Must have been one of the first handful of freelancers after, like... Mm. I think you were. Yeah. I'm sure you started in 2020? 20, 20. 20, 2020 full-time, but 2019 as a All freelancer, right. yeah. Because mm. it was that September when Pachiti was like, do you want to move up to... Newcastle I was like I can't and then I messaged him in January saying
2: uh, I can now can I, can I come and he was like yeah me, can I come and play please thank you
3: and he was like can, can you... I was like oh come in May He's he was like okay I was like oh
2: this is some kind of virus thing <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, it'll subside it'll be fine it'll be fine
3: Didn't see anyone for nine months. (laughs) Only spoke to my postman.
2: (laughs) I loved 2020. I thought it was brilliant. (laughs) It was great. Controversial quotes by Jack Atkins. Twenty twenty was great.
3: Personally, great, (laughs) yeah. I saved so much money. I had so much spare money to spunk on shit. Not figuratively. (laughs) Just buying toys and really Just nice... bought shite. <laughs> and, you know, was bi- bought a coat. You know me. I like a coat. Bought a few coats. Yeah, great. You do like a coat. I do I do enjoy a coat.
0: Mm.
3: Um, and you didn't have to socialise. Didn't have to socialise. Did go a bit mad at one point. I think we all did.
2: Mm. I still think I am a little bit from that. Yeah. Alex and I both say that we either of us fully recovered from it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! New jumps. Oh, I missed the pinfall then because I was uh, getting another delicious breakfast. <laughs> um,
2: we're pros here. Brilliant! Aren't oh, you glad we're back? Um, smoking Guns lost the titles to the Body Doux. Oh, so does it? Ah, okay. Oh, wait, no, non-title. Oh, non-title. <laughs> non-title match.
3: Oh, because I was going to say, is this where Sonny jibs the Smoking Guns for her new bow who she's bringing in soon? Oh, because she's she's hinted at bringing in a solo star. Hmm. And again, not to be a latch, Sonny looks absolutely gorgeous there. Mm. <laughs> she does look splendid. Splendid. So he's Billy Gunn as well. He's a good-looking man.
2: He is a handsome <laughs> boy. So this is the finish. I like the finish. Yeah? Remember the name of the Smoking Guns Tag Team finish? Sidewinder. Sidewinder. Mm. Hmm. The Gunslam. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Some bullets.
2: <laughs> Some bullets. <laughs> here comes two two flying cowboys. That's a great name. <laughs> That's a new tag team. The two cowboy t- slam. <laughs> oh, you might be right. Oh no, I thought she had the mic. She's got a hat.
3: <laughs> <laughs> big Mike.
2: <laughs> hey, speaking of Big Mike, you're here, lads.
3: Look at Owen's t-shirt. It's got a cat on it. Oh, it's a lion. <laughs> Diana Hartsmith looking lovely. Who
2: was that? What the fuck was that?
3: Must have been Vader. I like the fact that Oren's in his gimmick t-shirt and he's in his gear. Like no, Mr. Perfect there in his suit. Cornette in his gimmick suit. Bulldog in his gear and just a sweaty grey vest. <laughs> but, it, like, no wrist tape,
2: no elbow pads, which just suggests to me that that's how he dresses. <laughs> but I think that's just how he dresses normally. Good to see you put your wrestling gear on. What do you mean? This is my normal clothes. I must learn from... I just want to... She's about to wear on a night out. Bumbag <laughs> in the club Did when you single from Davy Boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love Davy Boy. Is he not, yeah. He's got knee pads on. <laughs>
2: Nothing. He's just in undies and a vest. it's <laughs> the most northern man. We've you've caught me in the middle of a game of here's the church, here's the steeple underneath, there's the people with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Diana half smiling there. Ah, oh, she's a beautiful lady. Yeah.
3: After years of us
2: ripping Diana and then just going, Oh, both kind of fancy her bit." Bulldogs got a very talented wrestling son and a very attractive wife. <laughs> Maybe worthy ourselves. Think... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we've got it wrong. Well, that's the real reason why I'm moving, because I heard rumours that the Smith family know where I live. (laughs) Going into hiding. This is why you won't reveal your real name. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Or your sort code. I'm
3: going to become Miguel Sanchez. (laughs) Spend the rest of my days working in a garden centre.
2: I'd love that if you did.
3: That'd be a lovely day. Shave off my beard just to put on a fake beard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So no one recognises me.
0: <laughs>
2: I can't imagine you without a beard. It's been a long time. It's, w- it's too weird. I'm trying to.
3: No, I don't think I'd no. like you. I've got, I've got a small, small face, big head, small face.
2: I imagine that your chin probably finishes very low. D- yeah, about yeah. there. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, you have got quite a small chin. Yeah, and but, and but really small face. But small face, and <laughs> then just a
3: head like a pickled onion. God.
2: Yeah. How much would you want financially uh, for somebody from somebody to take off your glasses, shave your entire beard, mm. and, and live like that for a month? I'd look like fucking paddy from Emmerdale. <laughs> 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 I, I was joking. What sort of, what sort of, <laughs> what's the price? Name your price.
3: I know. This week. Mattel, who make the WWE figures, announced a backing thing for the WCW Nitro stage. I saw this. For $400. If someone buys me that, you can have my beard as a trophy. Oh, my God. But you've got to back it early because I want that Scott Steiner figure.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I... <laughs> mate, I'm I'm really worried what you've put into the... Uh, <laughs> what you put into the universe there. It's annoying because... There are times when I really want
3: to shave it because it just annoys me. But at the moment, I've been really enjoying my beard. So I'm actually in one of those moods where I'm just like, oh, I quite like it can't at the like, moment. I quite like having a beard. If you would have asked me six months ago, I would have been like, buy me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: um,
3: Sean's a bit worried about it because she's never seen me without a beard. I think I've had a big beard now for about 12 years. Ah, oh,
2: so she would worry what you'd look like without. I mean, that's a big test of love. Oh, by the way, for the In Your House Watch Along, it's 21 minutes and 47 48, 49, 50, uh, if you're watching along with us. They had dubbed over Henry Godwin's music. Yeah, don't go of a country boy. They can't even be asked to put the commentary over the top of it. No. So obviously nothing of any no. interest was being said. Because <laughs> they, c- they were probably thinking, oh, was going to watch International incidents." <laughs> it's <laughs> true, uh, actually. This is meant to be Jake versus Mankind, which we talked about earlier. That's why this is happening. I think it's important for uh, you're better after to see what you look like without a beard. I think uh, no secrets heading into uh, the rest of your life. Alex has seen me without my beard, and the general consensus is no, 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 absolutely no. no. I shaved it quite short a few years ago. And she immediately went, "Never do that
3: again." <laughs> so Sean said to me, "She's like, what if I don't fancy her?'" I was like, "We've been together for five years. <laughs> I'm surprised you still do." Because yeah. <laughs> um, during lockdown, I wanted to cut off my beard and just have a big, horrible moustache like Magnum, uh, oh, Magnum T A. Oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> this is when I, I had long hair in lockdown as well, so I would have looked like Jake Roberts. I was like,
2: "I've oh. been an amazing." I was like look.
3: Sean. I was like, picture <laughs> nice pair of side beds, a big moustache you could hang on to. Sean- like. She She's like, no.
2: John comes you got like a mullet and mustache, you're wearing zubas. Oh yeah. Roly cigar, Roly cigarette.
3: <laughs> Tobacco stained fingers.
2: Tobacco stained fingers. Blue
3: bag with a double decker <laughs> and a couple cans in it.
2: Watching Bullseye.
3: Reading the Daily Star. What a lucky woman. <laughs> Basically, I would have been if Dynamite Kid was from
2: Arkansas. <laughs> You lucky, lucky lady! Oh, come here, you beautiful bastard! Come here, <laughs> be- you beautiful, lucky lady.
3: Do you want some salami? There's yeah. <laughs> some in the fridge. Get us a pepperoni while you're up. That's a good lass. <laughs> the
2: truth, you know, there's nothing quite like a comfortable relationship. Like Alex and I, we, um, we know we're good because we had like four weeks in each other's pockets. Yeah. And we didn't argue, we just we laughed sometimes you know, I did a red in admittedly I'm quite an annoying person. <laughs> <laughs> I snore quite a lot, and i'm i'm currently i'm getting i I'm, I'm going through business to get me me snoring in check yeah um and I've bought. <laughs> these. <laughs> So I was laying in bed the other night, and uh, she hadn't slept that well the night before because I was very loudly snoring to the point where she woke me up and went, you're really loud. Mm. I was like, oh, I feel bad now. So I ordered Amazon, like, like these, this pack of, like, five anti-snoring devices, and they all arrived. They're, like, different-shaped nose plugs that you put up your nose that open up your airwaves and allow you to breathe clearer. There's yeah. some bits that, like, you pin to the top of the bridge of your nose, like that, and... Um, Tape that goes across your mouth to keep your mouth shut. Wow. And a mouth guard wow. you bite down on. So it's all very, it's very, uh, very, and I said, look, I'm serious. I don't want you to ruin your night's sleep. And I got into bed the other night. I had this nose, these, these tubes up my nose. I had this mouth guard in, <laughs> clips on the top. And I looked at her and she went, I think I'll just put up with your snoring. This is horrible to look at. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How about a kiss before sleep? <laughs> I can just imagine you Look at like Mason Verger from the Hannibal series. Like yeah, face has been eaten off and you've got no lips. I do look quite manic.
2: <laughs> Great to see you again, Dr Lecter. I've been looking forward to this. Come on, Dr it's a strong look. Very strong. It's a strong look. As it's not wrong to be strong. No, it's not no. wrong to be strong. It's not wrong, rain to be strange. Not ring to be strange. I don't know what that means. It's like the tip to be square. But we didn't annoy each other, so that's quite nice. Um, I'm very pleased with that. It's less than 600 days now till we get married. Yeah. And um, she's locked in now. She's locked in now. The, the 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 true the true symbol of the fact that we are a comfortable, nearly married couple is the other night we were. We were sat watching, watching Desperate Housewives again. Yeah. Gone through watching. I don't know why we just, of all the things we can watch, we watching the entire of Desperate Housewives again. And we're both locked in again <laughs> and remembering stuff going, oh, I forgot he was in it. I forgot that's what happened. And we were watching it and I noticed her just staring at me. And um, obviously in the early stages of your relationship, you catch you the part saying, you know, what? And I go, Oh. I just, you look very handsome today. I mean, normally what it would be. Yeah. Eight years into a relationship. I was like, what? got a big spot there and I want to squeeze it. <laughs> I said, Can I have a go on it? I said, if you want. And then like, I'm watching Desperate Housewives while her hands... <laughs> Does that hurt? No, it's fine. <laughs> Squeezing spot on me head. <laughs> you got a spot, I want to squeeze it.
3: <laughs> See, even though I've not seen Sean for 12 days, we speak on the phone every night. And because I've been Home alone, just working and stuff. Oh, i I've just been storing everything up and I'll ring her up and she'll be like, "Hello," and be like, the <laughs> "And another thing." She'd be like, "Oh God, just unleashing the kraken." She'd be like, "What?" I'd be like, "Some bastard outside's got a dopamine that won't shut up." Gotta <laughs> <laughs> give him, gotta give him what for? i would just like, "You're right, then, Jack." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm fine. I just just miss shouted at you about stuff. I'll just word vomit out for ten minutes. Be like, I've got to go now. I'm spent. And she's like,
2: All right, speak to you tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely though. Yeah. Oh. how's she getting on over there? She doing all right? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Is she enjoying being back? Like same with the same with
3: the mum, isn't she? She's with her mum, and they've been doing their family tree. Um, so they're back in like the 1700s or something daft. I was like, oh yeah, great, yeah. You just, you just, you just have a good time. Oh. Um, but she's, she's. I think she's feeling it more than me because for me it's just like, oh, Sean's gone. But for her, she's like, oh, this isn't my house, my bed. Where's Jack and the cat?
2: Yeah, like her whole life is missing. Yeah. Rather than for you, like not not to disparage, but just Sean. Mm. Not not that not that she's not a crucial factor in it. Yeah. But it's the fact that. For you, it's one element of your life that's missing. Yes. But her, her entire life is missing. Yeah. It's like you've broken up. Yeah. <laughs> and you've kept sole custody of the cats. It's
3: yeah. It's it's. it's could the
2: cats have? Could one of the cats? Oh no, so you don't. You don't split them up, do you? No. No.
3: They've been fighting like no one's business recently because we've got we have to get like a cat pheromone plug-in to keep them because they're mates but they they're not like bosom buddies like. Mm. But when it runs out, you can tell. And the other day, Louis was just sat on the. He sits on the bedside tables in the morning because he just kind of perches there. And Poppy just walked up to him and sat in front of him and stared him out. And he started going, oh. And she was just staring at him as if to say, go on then, move. And these just started throwing bombs. I put a picture on Twitter and someone said, it's like the end of Rocky 3 when Rocky and <laughs> Apollo Creed <laughs> <laughs> punch And it was. They were just over the top, bang. <laughs> And then at one point I was working and I heard one of them hiss and I thought, this is, fuck me. Oh. So I had to get some more of this pheromone now. They're just like, hello. Oh, they're fine now. Yeah. They just chill. It's effective then, is it, the pheromone stuff? Yeah. It's not like that they hate each other. It's just when it runs out, Poppy starts establishing her dominance more mm. and she's a bit mean to him because he's, he's, he's soft as shit yeah. and she's a little, she's a little urchin. <laughs> so.
2: Well, female cats tend to be a little bit more aggressive, yeah. don't they?
3: And he's like a little pampered Lord Fauntleroy and she's a former cat that lived in a bin. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she's a little stocky thing. just like, right. So of course, he's going to like, oh, okay. Yeah. So put it on. And he, he's been, since Sean's gone, he's been a lot less weird. He's been like hanging out. He's been sitting on my lap and stuff like that. Usually if Poppy's on the couch, he won't come near because he's like, oh, that's Poppy's territory. But I've been grabbing him and like putting him on my lap, and when Poppy's gone to give him any chat, I've like karate chopped her—not proper, but just Aww. enough to say "fuck off, Poppy, I'm in charge."
2: Just so, and, and Louis probably likes it, he's like, and yeah, he's just okay. kind of like,
3: "Oh, oh, oh okay. okay." So mm-hmm. he's he's been on his best behavior. Actually. Oh, bless him! He hasn't been sick down the
2: <laughs> down, down the cat tree. again. No, not
3: at all. Not at all. Oh, love him. But I mean, the the week that we're recording this, I've got to do Ring of Honor Friday night, so I fully expect while well, I'm trying to concentrate very hard on Vikingo versus Commander doing stuff never even seen before.
2: He's going to come in and go, hey, Dad, look at me. I'm <laughs> like, oh.
3: Talking of cool cats, There's oh, Brian
2: Pullman. There's Cloudy on the right. <laughs> Jimmy Shoulders, you look magnificent. Jimmy Shoulders. I am the new Jimmy Shoulders. Go on, Brian. All I see here <laughs> is a success is a pool of Jimmy Shoulders. Jimmy Shoulders, you Fucking Mark! (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna piss on Jimmy's shoulders!
3: (laughs) I love Brian Pillman. Almost
2: as much as I love Jimmy's shoulders. Uh, I miss the superstar line. I, I love the whole idea that you ring this premium rate number and you could just hear more wrestling promos. Yeah. I mean, it's just Twitter now instead, isn't it? I'd love to bring back the superstar line in some way, shape, or form. Maybe...
3: Oh, no. You're not going to look into setting up a premium number, are you? Hang on. The I'm Corey done. hotline. <laughs> 1-900-Bath chat. <laughs> <laughs> you being like, so let's look and see what we've got in the fridge. Talking of fridges, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> hey! Yay! Does a fridge mean the same in the Midlands... Fridge. ...what it does in... Merseyside, it's someone who's never kissed someone. They're a fridge. <laughs> Frigid. No, no, they're just think. a fridge. Oh, s- Stone Cold. He's dressed like Stone Cold.
2: But he's got like a logo on the back of his trunk. Oh, yeah. Is that the... That looks like the winged eagle does, belt yeah. logo. Is that him going, I will be champion one day in a very subtle way? And he was the last person to hold the classic winged eagle oh, as well. Until now. Now Cody's got it. Uh. We saw him win it last night at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's- we're recording this before WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm only doing
3: night one of WrestleMania, so.
2: <laughs> oh, really? You're not doing night two as well? No, nah, because that would be three on the bounce then. You I'd, can do it. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know. You do all nights without sleeping.
3: Oh, it's fine. Oh. I'm, actually, I'm actually coming in the office for night one, because it's going to be myself and Aiden Gibbons, Jack King, uh, Fraser Porter, and at least
2: one editor. So we're oh, just wow. going to like hunker down and do it. Well, by now you will have seen that Mm. Jackie Orlando popped into the live stream on night one and said hello, where myself and and Adam i I'm doing both nights. Oh, God. Live streams. Well, I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing Ring of Honor the night on the Friday, aren't I? So otherwise I would have just been... (laughs) My weekend just gone (laughs) was, if all went well, it was uh, on Saturday, it was going to see Darren Hayes in Newcastle. (laughs) Okay. Straight from there to to work to do live reactions for WrestleMania. Uh, Radio Newcastle on the Sunday, ten till two. Yeah. And then WrestleMania night two in the evening. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. We're back, baby. I've had four weeks off. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Fully <laughs> recharged. Come on. I am legit proud though that you you did abstain from social media. Yeah, yeah. it did me good. Yeah, did me good. There's no and and I've posted a couple of times since I've come back, but I'm not that invested anymore. No. I I. If it wasn't for work, all mine would be deleted.
3: Mm. It just annoys me half the time.
2: I wonder whether, now that the blue ticks are coming away, whether I'll be as invested in Twitter. Yeah, It sounds quite arrogant, but I quite liked having a blue tick on Twitter. I felt quite special.
3: Well, this is what Elon Musk was going on about. He was like, oh, these blue ticks
2: with the superiority. It's like, oh, well, mm. yeah. Mm.
3: <laughs> it was quite a good system, Elon.
2: Yeah, it was. it was brought in to stop people from impersonating celebrities. And now I've had... Multiple emails from my other employers telling me to be wary of uh, fraudulent Twitter accounts who yeah. have bought a blue tick. Yeah. So the whole system did work quite well. <laughs> yes, if it ain't broke, do not fix it. Mm. Unfortunately, it's uh, the it was the belief of Elon Musk that it was a superiority thing because that's just that's how some people work. Hmm. But then and then it create it was it's the story of the Twitter blue tick is quite funny how it was given to stop impersonation and then. Um, they announced it as a perk for Twitter, so then people got blue ticks. But then you could click on the blue tick and see whether people had bought their blue tick, yeah. and then that became like a like a like a hierarchical yeah. thing again. So now they're going right, all their legacy ones are gone. Now you all have to buy them.
3: Like... But the, but then they were just like, oh well, if you're in a, an institution, you got a gold tick. If you're a politician, you got a silver tick. And mm. I was just like, this is this is daft. They've over-egged the pudding. Oh,
2: um, no one wants an eggy pudding. Nobody wants it. I don't mind an eggy pudding. What about a figgy pudding? I don't think I've had figgy pudding in about ten years.
3: <laughs> I didn't think. Do you remember had... figgy pudding? <laughs> I didn't think anyone had had it since
2: the time of Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> a figgy pudding? What a marvellous feast. It's a few things that we haven't had in the last in the last hundred years. And it's and it's and it's figgy pudding and gout. Yeah. While you're saying that, I know a couple of people in 2023 that have gout. Oh, yeah, same. Um, which always surprises me Um, because I thought gout was like a medieval it's, ailment it's, from drinking think, too much port yeah, and I just too much meat. Henry VIII, basically.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's there with one really red leg being like, oh, I've eaten too much wild. Oh.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but drinking all that port again.
2: <laughs> Can the
3: church denounce gout? <laughs> you tell Martin Luther to fuck
2: off. <laughs> you tell martin luther i had a dream no henry it's <laughs> that's martin luther king <laughs> i'm king
3: yes henry you are
2: <laughs> but
3: in 400 years time yes there'll be another man called martin luther king i'm king
2: i'm king they invented the stairmaster for henry VIII. yeah they did because he's too fat to go upstairs. <laughs> and Thora Heard. invented the, the bungalow
3: for Henry VIII. They invented Thora Heard for Henry VIII. They did, yeah. Just for you, here's Thora Heard. She was the test pilot. <laughs> Limited audience on that one. Fuck
2: oh, me. hello. Is this on? No, no. <laughs> See if there's any notes on this particular one, but there isn't. I was just thinking about poor, our good friend Cultaholic
3: uh, Classic Reviews out of context. Being like, who the fuck is Thora (laughs) Heard?
2: The the good man is Googling right now. (laughs) Who who the heck is Thora Heard? Anders on a postcard. (laughs) Oh, there's uh, Marlena backstage with her with the usher, usher. not not usher, not sure, <laughs> I don't mind. The usher is on the superstar line, googling Thorah heard right now. Imagine Goldust came out with usher. Did usher do pop your collar? <laughs> <laughs> we misread the we misread the email. Sorry. I just pop my collar, tip my hat, turn my back kind on of the world and teed me, and ladies, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> <forget laughs> it was voted for a lot on the box. Smash hits you control. Great song. Great TV show as well. Great TV channel. Remember the box? (laughs) Remember Puffalumps? Remember Remember old-fashioned trousers? (laughs) (laughs) Remember
3: donkey Jackets? Remember them? Remember remember the box? I've been living in the past recently, because like I said, been at home, nothing to do. I've been listening to the original XFM Ricky Gervais show. Oh, they're great, aren't they? No, it's so good. But so good. but them just being like, oh, that's a new single from The Hives in 2003. And I'm just like, oh.
0: <laughs> coming
3: <laughs> up, a new
2: one from Snow in <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I listened to all of them just all the way through. You see it's, it's the, uh, the birth of Carl Pilkington, who was a, a producer at the time. Yeah, oh. so. it's, it's just hearing him coming up with like Rockbusters and Monkey News and stuff like that. It's, it's a great study in like. Management that uh, think they know what will work and what will actually work because XFM management uh, really got annoyed that Ricky kept putting Carl on air. Yeah. And they're like, don't he sound stupid. I said, well, that's the fun, that's the comedy. Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't want him on air anymore. And they kept just putting him on air anyway. And they
3: went, fine, we're going to do a podcast, got in the Guinness Book of Records. Carl Billington made a ton of money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is always, it's it's always interesting, like how, I guess it's like that in any in any. Anything but how there'll be radio bosses will go this will work this won't work and and how sometimes you couldn't be further removed yeah from what could and couldn't work and that was a great example of it. Don't put Carl on air; he sounds stupid. Well, that's the, that's the point.
3: But the amount of times
2: like it because it, it what what
3: it aired on a Saturday afternoon and you've just got Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant swearing their heads off trying to get them all <laughs> in trouble just because they were like we
2: don't care. <laughs> And, like, and just slagging off the station. Yeah. Like, <laughs> except in Canfield. They quite like in Canfield. They liked in Canfield. Uh, they kept calling... Um, oh,
3: who was the other guest who used to come in? Canfield came in occasionally.
2: Claire Sturgis. Claire Sturgis. And they always Sturge. used to say she
3: was a, a thieving
2: heroin addict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she still arrived for a thieving heroin addict because the Sturge is still on Absolute Radio. Yeah. It's Sturge. I like Claire Sturgis. Radio is still king in Australia. Yeah. And that's very exciting is it still all just like yeah. personality driven big personality driven billboards all over all over sydney for different breakfast shows for triple m for nova for kiss it's great um it genuinely got my thinking got my got my brain turning oh oh yeah oh oh yeah to the point where at one point during our four weeks away i was looking up uh how much rental places would <laughs> cost in Des Moines and how much it would cost to bring pablo out here <laughs>
3: Yeah, that would be a bit of a
2: stumbling block. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Um, Okay, I'd be lying to say it would be a pleasurable experience for the lad. It probably wouldn't. But it would be probably a day of travelling. Yeah. And then ten days in quarantine. Yeah. uh, And it costs about two and a half grand. But then that'd be it then. Once he's he's clear of quarantine, then he'd be done. But it just, for me, like the heartbreak of the stress of those ten days, he's gone, what the fuck is going on? I felt... Devastated, leaving him with Andrew and Joanne, and I knew that they would be the best cat uncle and auntie ever. Yeah, but I felt heartbroken <laughs> going because I'm like, I can't explain <laughs> to you that we will be back. Because <laughs> I read somewhere that after about two weeks, like a cat's brain <laughs> resets, oh. not like not like like wipes, but it's more like they go, okay, well this is the norm now. Yeah. This is my life now. So for two weeks, so so. For two weeks, he was probably a bit like I don't know what's going on. What's and then after that, he went, "Okay, well, I guess this is this is it now. That's yeah. cool. It's cool. They're lovely people." Hence, when he started like chewing Joanne's hair, <laughs> jumping on Andrew's laptop, uh, and then a week and a half into his new life that he's finally clicked into, I turned up and go, "All right, buddy, come on, we're back again." <laughs> and he got back and what the <laughs> fuck is this? Get him in a headlock and give him a nuggie. Go he's on. like, oh, get no, off me. "No, don't know who you are." Thankfully, because he I think because he spent obviously he spent like three odd years with us, uh, it took only about a day and a half for him to click back and go, ah, oh, okay, I know. Yeah. I know what the crack is here. But Alex was devastated when uh, I brought him home and he was just very distant with her. Yeah. He's just, he a little face. She was just like, is he broken? I was like, no, he'll be fine. But it's just, it's a readjustment for him. She was like, he just, he doesn't we, want to come home and see me.
3: We went away for two weeks last year and when we came back, Louis was fine. He was like, oh, you're right. Um, but Poppy was just like, you bastard. Yeah.
2: How you
3: and after a couple of hours she's like oh yeah
2: but they <laughs> but did Poppy just stare at you from across the room she was just right. like what town do you call this? <laughs> I was like, Sorry, Where pop- have you been? It's like port- no notes. <laughs> you no, the car's gone. You could have died. <laughs> it's like we brought you a little, a little
3: Statue of Liberty statue, and she's like, "Oh, fantastic, thank you." Thank you, thanks. But yeah, me. Louis just straight away, was like, "Oh, hello, it's you again, is it? Uh, oh, I've got I'll have some liver pate." As soon as you're <laughs> right.
2: Like you're not having liver pate, eh, Louis. You're having chicken biscuits. And is Usher, it? by the way, has popped ringside to. Uh, did he deliver something to Sable? I think we missed that talking about... It looked like Jerry Lawler accepted it on Sable's behalf, because I know... Oh, there's Terry there as well. Yeah, the story is Marlene
3: has been like, oh, I'd like to touch air bottom. There was a or little bit of
2: a... Moonsault
3: off the apron lovely.
2: by Maro's like, Mero's ring style is really shaking things up in the WWF.
3: If, if it wasn't for his look and... Injuries, that will happen. I think he could have gone far.
2: Do you think if he'd had his buzz cut hair now, he might have been more palatable? Do you think the, the sort of mullet is... It's the mullet and the handlebar moustache. He yeah. looks
3: like a man out of time. Yes. Like he looks like a man from 1992 in
2: 1996. Imagine if why my Mark Mare had turned up around WrestleMania 10. Mm, yeah it's like I like I say with Jeff Jarrett when Double J
3: turned up he was a couple of years too late if he'd turned up when Razor Ramon turned up and when Sean was
2: starting to go Mm. he would have been a bigger deal in WWF as you say like another man at a time yeah ever so slightly yeah which is a shame because again very talented performer just unfortunately out of time. He's so much younger than I
3: realized as well, Jeff Jarrett, because I was looking into it when he went in his, you know, WCW world title wins. He was like 32. <laughs> He'd just been around since he was like four years old because of his family. And so by the time he, everyone was like, oh, this this old fella Jeff Jarrett at the top of WCW, it's like he's 32. They're actually doing the right thing for once. They've just done it a bit too quick. Well, it says,
2: it says there's something about real age and TV age. Yeah. There's a really strong argument for it. Because, like, Jeff Jarrett, it felt like, like he was an old boy on top of the industry because he was on top for, a, in, in, comparatively speaking, a while. So, therefore, it felt like he was an old guard when, really, he was a young man. Very sloppy stunner. Austin wins. But he got a, got a cheer. It got a big cheer. The, the people recognize the stunner, which is what we don't want to see. But then you could have somebody come along and, and light up the scene. For example, like, like how old is Sami Zayn? There's a good question, because yeah. Sami Zayn is... And, and like, he's been around forever, but, like, recently, like, he's considered, like, the top guy in the WWF, and he is a spry 38 years old. He's the same age... As, he's just under the same age as me.
3: Well, they always used to say with wrestlers, wasn't it? Like, say, going back <clears throat> 10, 15 years, that your prime was about 33, whereas mm. now your prime's about 40, 41. That's it. Like, look at Kenny, how old's Kenny Omega. He's, like, 40, isn't he? Kota Ibushi's, like, 41, but looks like he's 17. Chris Jericho, he's not in his prime, but um, but still, yeah, the, the primes have shifted. Same in football as well. You had Cristiano Ronaldo still going. He's like 45 years old, whereas years ago, the, the second he turns 31, they're just like, oh, melt him down, turn him into glue.
2: Yeah, that's it. They're immediately just considered old hat. Yeah. Instead of new hats. <laughs> As opposed to those <laughs> new hats that people
3: wear. Those ones where you can put a can in either side and drink from your own hats. Oh,
2: hold that hat. Talking of old hats. Robert Backland is in the building. Just he's berating people. Shouting at Canadians. Shouting at your people. I forgot they were in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it Hey, it's not made o'clock already, surely. No. 46 minutes, by the way, and four... Five, <coughs> seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten. 9, Oh, no, this is a plug for Raw, I think. Oh, the guns versus... Whoa! Well, that's a hell of a main event for Monday Night Starting three minutes to nine. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a big arena, that, that, actually. fish off. Good good crowd for international incident. General like, Motors Arena. It's yeah. Canada. so Because WWF don't do a whole lot in Canada, comparatively speaking. Yeah. They do draw well whenever they're there.
3: It's like when they've um, just not long announced Forbidden Door 2 for Toronto. Yeah. And sold out like 20,000 seats in like 10 minutes. When they originally did their first... Dynamite and Rampage uh, either earlier this year or the tail end of last year. That's the arena I thought they were going to because I thought if it's your first time in a country, go for as big as you can. Yeah, and sell the fucker out. You don't want to go for a small one and then diminishing returns afterwards. So, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, like you said, and you know, Canada, Canada in general is is one of the great wrestling markets, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. But. Uh, Toronto definitely. It's like Toronto, Philly, Chicago, New York. Are like the They're prime places ones. you'll always draw pl- draw
2: people. <clears throat> Detroit, bit of the south. I guess LA now after WrestleMania. I, I presume it drew well. I, yeah. <laughs> well, you'll know because we would have talked about it uh, at length.
3: Wasn't wasn't it great when um, the Sultan turned up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sultan Gangrel in the main event. I who uh, would, have, <laughs> who <laughs> would have predicted that? Not never in my wildest dreams. By now, hopefully, you've seen Gangrel uh, accompanying Edge to the ring for WrestleMania. Mm. Mm. That, was just, that was a bit of speculation, rumor, and innuendo. Mm. Gangrel being. Uh, I hope that happened. Otherwise, I'm going to sound like a twat. Ah. Oh. I am. <laughs> I am dumb. <laughs> big novelty water hang on yeah. a second. Mm. He's
3: drinking his big novelty water, Tom Campbell staying hydrated on a podcast with me. Jackie yeah. Orlando, cup of tea.
2: Jackie Orlando, <laughs> handsome and kind. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, not my words, the words of Jackie Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Twitter one day we were taking the mick out of you for having a good work life balance. And I'm um, <laughs> being insulted at work for being handsome and kind. <laughs>
3: So good as my work life balance. During this move I've made sure to somehow even improve my work life balance you, even more. You really <laughs> have. You really have. Yeah. 15 minute commute, can't wait. Oh mate. Cuz it That's, takes me it takes me about an hour-ish now. But that has it includes having to contend with the Tyne and Weir metro. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of. No, it's not it's not served you well, has it? It's not, no. No. no.
2: I, I, mine's about a thirty-minute walk, twenty-five, thirty-minute walk on a morning, and, on the evening, and I do like that walk. Especially as the weather's turning, you're getting into spring. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's nice. It's a nice start to the day. I feel like I've done a bit of ex, I've done some exercise to start the day, yeah. and uh, I've either listened to podcasts that made me smile or radio that's made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> this morning it was the latter. <laughs> just in terms of bad content or bad content, uh, I just just a heads up should you uh, oh pardon should you listen to this and do a breakfast show um, either on a national local or community station no one is safe i'd look everywhere just just be ready i might dip in and judge your content and judge you as a talent based on that day so when it comes to radio
3: for you how important is obviously chat
2: and content against music i mean i I don't listen for the music, yeah. per se. Ooh, oh, ooh. there we go. It's slight, Telly's okay. gone as well. Telly's gone off. <laughs> if you grab the control from over there, fifty minutes and 13, 14, 15 seconds on the stream. If you cut slightly, apologies for that. Thank you, Jackie Orlando, for getting the the remote so if you're watching on the uh, Patreon it's only me. there he is we can pop the screen back on there we go yeah. um, I don't listen for the music but obviously I imagine for casual for proper people for proper people it's important so for me I only listen and focus on the content yeah I am known for if I'm listening back to a, a radio show I will skip through the music and go straight to the talk right. I know a lot of people do when I'm in the car if I'm in the car with you normally people will turn the radio down when the presenters come on and turn the music up I turn the music down and okay. then to the presenters up. Yeah. I want to hear what they say and how they say it. So content's always key, I think. If you are serving a local market, uh, you have to be what the term that I have coined, which I'll write about in my book at some point, uh, is "sexy local," mm. right? Where do stuff that's local and interesting, but I don't don't fucking talk about bring and buy sales. Yeah. Don't talk about, like, oh, there's a car boot sale happening on the 18th. Brig. There's a jam sale in the church. <laughs> I'm sure. Jam? You'd raise more money if you auctioned dogs. Exactly. This is what <laughs>
3: okay.
0: I say. hate
2: Sebastian Coe. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. I like that. <laughs> I'll give you a little sneak... Oh, well, this is what we did, what we did on Sunday, because, again, because time is a construct of human perception, I now have a little notepad in my phone where I'll write down stuff for... I do a show on a Sunday on Radio Newcastle, so I'll write stuff as the week goes on. Yeah. So by the time I get to Saturday night, like, if my head is empty, I've already come up with at least ten good ideas. Nice. Um, I found out last night that Newcastle... The, cast, the Newcastle Castle, they do movie nights in the summer. Oh! They can go into the castle and watch a film. Brilliant. Love that. So I said, right, just for fun, let's come up with some medieval movie puns. Oh. Okay. So, do you want some medieval movie puns? Go on, hit me. I, I wrote a few on the way in. Hit me. Hang on. Let me. Uh... Uh, you've got chainmail. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Night at the museum. With yeah, a K. Yeah. He's joust not that into you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Good morrow, Vietnam. <laughs> Dude Where's My Cart <laughs> and Harry Potter and the Chamber Pot of Secrets Jesus what? but that's local but it's not fucking getting yeah. we also play uh, Facebook Marketplace Price is Right nice <laughs> do you want last do you want, do you want to play go on the, a round of Facebook Marketplace Price is Right
0: <laughs> right.
2: Here is one I prepared earlier. Okay, right. Facebook Marketplace prices, right. We'll start with a Braun blood pressure monitor from Cramlington on Facebook Marketplace for £20. Yes. Okay, so you have to tell me whether the next item is worth more or less higher or lower Okay. Uh, following that uh, in Washington a taxidermy sparrowhawk complete with support stand higher or lower higher it is higher it's 60 pounds uh, a beekeeping suit hood only from Durham hood only only the hood higher or lower than 60 pounds ooh that's quite special uh, lower it's lower. It's 45 pounds. Is, yeah. uh, a Tone Wood brand mandolin available in heaven. Is it higher or lower for a mandolin? Lower. It is lower. It's 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, a Zap N20 banknote counter available now in Sunderland. Collections only. Lower. It's higher. It's 100 pounds. Ooh, for a banknote counter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that from a local dealer? <laughs> <That's>... I imagine <laughs> so. Finally, a 250 liter... Fish tank with approximately 26 tropical fish available in Peterley, but for how much higher or lower than £100? Higher. It is higher. It's 120 quid. You win. Facial Marketplace price is right. See, local entertaining. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. That's the sort of shit I do on the radio. <laughs> one pays me, it's fine. But yeah, I think content is is very important. I want, uh, make stuff that will get people talking. Yes. Uh, and think outside the box on it a little bit as well. Yeah. I think. Because you want the radio, you want your show to be an event rather than just background. Yeah, that's it. I like to do stuff because obviously the world has changed since I started doing radio and you are now competing against distractions from all sides. So I try and chuck in a little disruption, which tends to help sometimes. Uh, I think a few weeks ago, um, we played Madness Our House, and uh, Game Grumps did like a a, a two hour video, which is just a loop of Our House in the middle of our house, Our House, In the middle of our house, Our Our House, house, In the the middle middle of of our house, Our House, house, In the middle of our house, Our our House, house. For two hours. So as the song was fading out, I just swapped it for that.
3: (laughs) For how long?
2: about two minutes (laughs) until people started texting (laughs) until Alex poked her head around the door and went what are you doing (laughs) because she was producing that day what are you doing (laughs) and then I just went that's our house
3: (laughs) that reminded me in a roundabout way and this is a big compliment I'm going to pay to you uh, Andy Kaufman in the Hall of Fame you're like the Andy Kaufman of local radio yeah I'll take that. I was so happy to see that. Yeah. Like usually for me, when I see WrestleMania weekend and I see loads of people going to the Hall of Fame, it usually angers me. It doesn't mm. anger me, but I'm just like the Hall of Fame should be for the wrestlers. If you're there, go watch wrestling. Go watch like indie wrestling. Go watch something. You can say pay your respects to the legends of the game at another time. But while you're there for wrestling at WrestleMania weekend, go watch some fucking wrestling.
2: Who was your favorite wrestler of all time? Me. Mm. Historically.
3: As a kid or now? like as,
2: as, a, as, a, as a kid and maybe a bit now.
3: Kid, it was Hogan or Nash.
2: Yeah. Now, angle Angle or breath? Okay. So if you have the opportunity to be in the same room as, say, Bret Hart. What,
3: for a Hall of Fame induction? Yeah. Or watch live wrestling? I'll go for live wrestling.
2: Yeah, you choose the live wrestling? Yeah.
3: Okay. Thought I thought I'd test your metal. But with that one? the only time that I'd ever wanted, like this will have happened by now, but at the moment we don't know. As soon as I saw Andy Kaufman was going in the Hall of Fame, I thought if Tony Clifton is Tony accepting Clifton. it, that would be amazing to be a yeah. Sim so going, going, ah, Kaufman, bullshit. <laughs> me, Tony <laughs> Clifton, I should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Get off me. That would have been fantastic.
2: Oh, uh, one would
3: hope. Because usually, yeah, for the Hall of Fame, it's, I'm like that with any awards thing. I've said it before, like with the Oscars. Like, I just Google the Oscars the next day and just go, okay, they won. Why should I be invested that a a very rich person's getting commended by other rich people? I'm just like, ah, it's not really for me. And while the Hall of Fame, I like watching bits of it occasionally for some of the things. It's, I don't know. I just stand, sitting there for three hours going, one more match, one more match. Oh, we miss him. He was good. Uh, When, like, round the corner, you could be like, oh, Joey Janela fights a car. I'm just like watching that. I'm watching a man fight in a car. That's a very good point. Yeah. Jackie Orlando slams
2: WWE Hall of Fame.
3: It's a, no, it's a great achievement, for, but for me, I'm like, that, that, should be, that should be one for the boys kind of thing. Yeah.
2: I mean, the majority of the crowd is the boys, isn't it? Yeah. Per se. Um, but then they do sell seats to it. I miss when it was set up like a stage. Like oh, yeah, I feel sad it, it? that it's now, it's now basically on a Raw set.
3: Yeah, it feels a bit cheap, doesn't it?
2: I get it. Logis- yeah, yeah, yeah. Logistically, it makes everyone's life easier. Yeah. I and I'm not. A, you know, I I think you know what? Well, let's let's give the the hard work because otherwise you've got to construct the show for SmackDown. You've then got to take it down. You've then got to reconstruct it for NXT. Yeah. And then for Raw, and then take it down again. It saves a lot of man time. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of, uh, of labour. Definitely, and especially during a packed weekend, but.
3: Mm. It just yeah, there's something about it doesn't feel as prestigious.
2: Nah, but maybe do something to make it feel slightly less like it's just in a ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. move the cameras. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, but, it does make it feel slightly less prestige. But, yeah, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton, <laughs> definitely. Because someone,
3: someone, I think it was in the chat, Lewis House, like, oh, Tony Clifton should induct him. I was like, no, Tony Clifton should
2: accept. <laughs> yeah, on his behalf. Yeah.
3: I, I'll, I'll go into the Hall of Fame. Because I was thinking, who could induct him? It's either going to be Lawler or Jimmy Hart. More likely Lawler, isn't it? If he's welling. If Lawler's welling. Well, well, you'll know by now. Yeah. Mm. But I love Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Big fan.
2: Big fan. Yeah, just a, a, a great
3: disruptor. Yes, and as soon as you said that, we're we'll playing our house. I'm just like, that's just
2: Andy Kaufman would do that because it's funny. Kaufman, like Kenny Everett, like great broadcast and entertainment disruptors. Yeah, and I and I think there's there's a place for that little bit of controlled carnage. Yeah, I think when done properly, when when done well, I think it's great. Brian Pillman. Pill- Pillman's a great disruptor. Yeah. I think we need agents of chaos, in the, especially now in this time where the one the one complaint that I think Raw and SmackDown had over the years is it feels very, like, controlled and um, synthetic. Yes, and it and it needs a little bit of that roughness. Like with the
3: news today on time of recording that the getting rid of the red Hell in a Cell to bring back the bare metal one, mm. which is good. It makes it feel a bit more rough when it was red. It was like we've made this. As opposed to back and the day, he was like, "Oh, we just kind of found this, fighting this rough structure." <laughs>
0: yeah. Whereas the
3: red one was like, "Don't worry, every bit of care and attention has been made to make sure you have a nice time <laughs> in Hell in a I don't know why they do it. It's branding. It's to yeah. sell toys. It's to the the universe of the WWF. But we've said before, like back in 1996, it felt like the WWF was part of the real world. Whereas now the WWE is part of the WWE universe. Yes. It exists in its own. It's its own thing, isn't it? Yeah. Local medical facilities and all that. But whereas back then, it was a bit more exciting to be like, oh, there's Bob Backlund in the crowd shouting at people and
2: Brian Pillman's turned up and he might get his dick out. It's like, yeah! That's it. That's that's what like wrestling should be more about. Like in the, we've watched enough episodes of Raw in 96 to know that a lot of the episodes were in the can, but they went out of their way to make it feel like it was spur of the moment and yes. anything could yeah. happen at any point any time. The show's called Raw for God's sake. As long as the... it shouldn't be polished. I... It's literally called Raw. Exactly. As long as the
3: performers are allowed to do their craft in a safe environment. Mm. Yeah. But make it look a bit gritty. Cuz I've said before when we talk about, like, the old Titan Trons, I'm saying I'm not a massive fan of the new ones. And I figured out why in some arenas. Because th- the, the video screen they've got now for Raw or whatever, it, it's an incredible bit of kit. Mm-hmm. It's too tall. It makes the arenas look small.
1: Whereas, yeah. like,
3: the classic Raw War one, again, rose-tinted glasses, it was quite big. But it was just... And even in your house, it's like... This is just where they come out of, look at all the fans in the arena. Whereas now it's Mm. like, look at our big screen. There's some people there, but look at the screen.
0: It's like,
2: That's a good show, actually. WrestleMania is different because WrestleMania is is gargantuan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of the turnout and the the, the, the size of everything. But yeah.
3: Again, I understand why they do it. It looks impressive. They've got the money. They've got the technology. It's part of
2: the branding. But just, I don't know. Mm. Personally speaking, and my opinion means fuck all. Everybody has an opinion, yeah, on the wrestling, and I, I think I miss it when you did have some of those great disruptions, yeah. And I think, and, and I think since Triple H came back in, there's been a bit more of that. Yeah, I think he senses that that's something that's probably missing is a bit more like disruption. So that I feel like that's creeping back in. Yes, it, in in little ways. But, I mean,
3: That's going back when we were talking about the Oscars, when people talk about those award ceremonies, it isn't because, oh, didn't so-and-so look lovely in that dress? It's like, oh, no, Will Smith twatted Chris Rock. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: We remember the disruptions. Yeah. But obviously, if you do too many disruptions, then it all gets lost. So you've got you've to you've pick your spots. If I, if I did something wanky at the back of every single song, it would be too much. Exactly, But yeah. to do it just the once... This is my argument with swearing... I know people that swear like every other word. Yes. But in the office when I say fuck, yeah. everyone goes Ooh. It's because I don't swear very often. Huh? So therefore it has its desired impact. Yeah. It's true. So, I swear too much, if <laughs> Yeah, you're, yeah, there's there's a few people where it's every other word, so yeah. but that's hey look, it's it's it's, it's not there's no. an issue with it. It's language and it's beautiful and it's mixed and it's <laughs> and it's vibrant and exciting. But I think the but, I've always believed that with swear words, the impact is that you don't say them very often. So you go,
3: yeah. My my one issue... that I've, actually I swear s- the most
2: on this, actually.
3: Yeah, because you're with me. Fucking <laughs> 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 bad. I'm a little bastard. I've got two issues with swearing. One, the overcomplicated twee swearing. Oh, you bloody silly twat mouse. I was like, no, if someone's an arsehole, call them an arsehole. Aww. It's much more cutting. And I don't... You're not a fan of a cock-juggling thundercunt?
2: No, I'd rather just call someone a
3: cunt. Fair enough. I'd be like, "You're a disgrace, you cunt." It's so much more cutting.
2: I think calling someone a disgrace, yeah, <laughs> or a ghoul, is yeah. is is incredibly strong. It's just you're a bad person. <laughs> it's just like, well, oh, I tell you what, there's something like, we'll keep names away, but there was Alex and I were talking about some people that we know, and one of their names, and I said, oh, "I said they're a dripper. And she yeah. went, oh, that's a bit harsh. I said, and that's it. And now I saw oh, they're, they're a. That's the, the only way I can describe this person. They're a drip. Yeah, they're just a drip. Yeah, you know what I mean by a drip. Talking of drips, my not just dri- burst oh, out the ring. Oh!
3: <laughs> I could tell it was coming because the camera zoomed out. He's got a,
2: kni- <laughs> he's got a bastard knife. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bastard knife. Easy with that knife. Bye. Can you believe it? But risky yeah. to to rip the ring apart one match before the main
3: event. Hello. But yeah, calling someone a drip is cutting or dull. I love saying, oh, they're just dull. (sighs) Dull. But my other issue with swearing, and I think this is so weird and so Orwellian, when people are on Twitter and they're just like, oh, I hate Boris Johnson. He's such a T star star T. It's like, if you got to call him a twat, call him a twat, why are you censoring yourself? Mm. If you don't want to say it, choose a different word. That's so weird to me. I'm not sure about that either. It's very strange. Yeah. Policing yourself. Either swear or don't swear. Yeah. There's if, plenty of words. What if your nan sees it? Well, don't say it. She knows what it means if you put asterisks um, there. Well, yeah,
2: your nan goes, he's a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is tall. He is, he's, <laughs> he's such a tall. Bro. Oh, I'm going to take a fart in under the ring. Oh, no. It's terrible times. <laughs> he's, he's under there just having some delicious bibimba. <laughs> he's just taking it. He's just taking his lid off his thermos. <laughs> oh, this How true. it's kept hot things hot so beautifully. Oh, my croutons have perished, though. <laughs> His croutons have perished! Unbelievable!
3: Davy's under there just saying, 10 more minutes on these sausages, take it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bought an air fryer, I think I've done it wrong. <laughs> I've used it like a chip pan. <laughs> 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 Two litres of vegetable oil in there. Hold on, The tiger, hi darling, how was your day? And Bono goes, yeah, it's good, but use that chip pan you got me. <laughs> yeah. What chip? Davy, that's an air fryer! <laughs> Oh, fuck. Everything's on fire. I'll just
3: take best out the other side of the ring. Bloody
2: hell, just break the ring one at you, lads.
3: I just like the idea of him being down there and just like crawling through this <laughs> load of smoke billowing he's like, oh, I can't even breathe. I've just had that thought then when you when you say about Davey using it as an air fryer as a chip and it's dynamite trying to light his fag off it and just be like, <laughs> shit this.
2: <laughs> can't get a good light for me bifter. <laughs> how do you put my bifter in the air fryer? <laughs> Hair Fryer King. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. Met burgers in two minutes. <laughs> he stood- oh! oh, there goes Undertaker. Oh, I've not seen this.
3: <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Austin doing a bit of comedy. <laughs> Killing a man, setting him on fire. Shawn Michaels doing the high jump. Fosbury flop. It is a Fosbury flop. Vader doing the wrestling. Hey, in the year that, in the year that Kurt Angle won the year gold medal, Oh. they're resting on this on the podium. So technically, Vader versus Kurt Angle should have been his first feud. Whoa! Imagine so, that, Prime uh, Vader versus Prime Kurt. <laughs> Jeez! Bombs. So that's this that w- there's two occasions I believe where they do the the sports angle for SummerSlam promos. They do it again in 2004, which was 2004. I wasn't watching it at the time. Um, Benoit Orton in the main event.
3: I have seen that.
2: Actually. And they did, and they think they did things where they were sort of doing it around like they had adverts and posters yeah. that were billing the wrestlers like Olympic athletes. Okay. I think. So they were similar, I think similar promos to that. Yeah. I think. Where's the 2004 Olympics? Uh, w- 96 I would imagine they were in America if they were that hot about them.
3: They no, because they had it in 96. They wouldn't have been able to bid again. Oh, were
2: they not? I want to
3: say it was, mm, 2010 was London, wasn't it? Long well, No, 2012 was London. 2008 was Beijing, 2004 was it Russia, uh, Greece? Mm. Or was Greece 2000?
2: Summer Olympics, was it Athens? Was it? I knew Mm. they'd had one, I wasn't sure if it was 2000 or not. It was Athens. Athens, okay. Went back home. (laughs) Talk about being back home. Mankind's in the boiler room getting twatted by Undertaker in the dark. Uh, I posted earlier today on this, I know we're obviously there's a boiler room thing happening. I posted earlier on Twitter uh, my picture of Pablo there, cat rabbit. Look at him. Look at him, beauty boy. Uh, Then my friend Professor Katie Shaw shared cat laundrette, which is her cat in the washing machine. And that is my biggest fear. Yes. Because Pablo is a black cat, genuinely. So so she shared a lovely photo of her gorgeous cat just, just sat in the washing machine just chilling. It's my biggest fear because Pablo is a black cat. There has been at least four occasions where I've loaded the washing machine and made sure that Pablo was in my eyesight before I shut the door.
3: (laughs) We've had an incident like that in our family. (gasps) My little black cat, Mr. Smee, when he was a kitten, got into the washing machine. Or was it the tumble dryer, one of them? It was only about two minutes and my mum realised and let him out. He lived for eighteen years. Oh, he was fine. He lived for eighteen years, but like when he was little, because he was a little black cat, jumped in, and my mum just said, "Good dunk, good dunk." <laughs> opened it. Luckily, there was enough clothes in there to pad him, but he was just kind of like, "Oh," and just kind of walked out. Just like that was shit.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now we doing that. Get getting on that funfair again. Well, he he lived a very long and happy life. He was a lovely cat.
2: Uh, by the way. Um, Mankind and Undertaker, there, as you saw, battling in a boiler room. Oh. Uh, which is uh, sealing the deal for a future match with those two at the SummerSlam. That's a, been a long running feud.
0: Mm. But night after Mania.
2: Night after Mania. They've just they've ticked it over, but it hasn't felt overbearing. No, because it's been, it's really been nice. dipping in and out of it. Because Taker's kind of been with uh, Goldust, as we've
3: seen. Mankind was getting in the face of Jake Roberts a bit. Mm-hmm. So. Ticking over nicely. Main event o'clock already? Jesus. It's almost yeah, like. no, Gorilla got... Monster. <laughs> it's almost like we've not really
2: been watching this <laughs> been on for a month. They're kind of. Um, they're, they are addressing the fact that it was meant to be Warrior, so yeah. they're owning that. I feel like in other, in other realities, they would have just f- pretended that Ultimate Warrior never existed. Yes. Uh, but they have addressed it, because so I think they're still. What final uh, burial? There's still like a little flicker of hope that Warrior might get his shit together and come back. Yeah. Spoiler, he won't until many, many years later. And we'll only see him twice. Twice? Yeah, yeah. once in the Hall of Fame and then once the night after. And then literally he dies the day after that. I was f- spooky. Eerily poetic. Yeah. Like, awful to anybody to pass, but eerily poetic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Especially considering... I actually
3: liked his promo on Raw, where he was trying to cut it as Jim Hellwig and couldn't find the words until he put on the warrior mask. Mm. And I quite like that. I was like, oh, he's...
2: I wouldn't say self-aware, but <laughs> he kind of knows. I think it finally, yeah, finally becomes so. Although I'm sad that an opportunity was missed because he went, I don't quite know what to say. Mask on. Maybe I can help. To which he should have gone, warrior, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm here to help you with this promo, Jim. <laughs> Lift. Oh,
3: <laughs> a man can have a mane with magic e. It's like, oh,
2: oh thank you, warrior. <laughs> We've missed this, Sid. Just fucking <laughs> trashing his car and beaching it, and then <laughs> legging it. And then he's green like the Hulk. The <laughs> he is like the Hulk though, isn't he? I like Sid. Sid's great. Big fan. When he's when he's his head's in the game, when and he can he's be to play ball and yeah. when he can be asked, great.
3: But like, it's, it's just bad looking at him there. He's just some really big fella with kind of curly hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he, he's like if you gave steroids to Freddie star. Just <laughs> <laughs> in the background eating a hamster. <laughs> Look, it's like a crap version of The Incredible Hulk. Like, Doc <laughs> Hendricks gets angry and turns into sit The Incredible Sulk. Doc Hendricks, who who we found out there, is like 36
2: years old. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell. Tough, tough paper round. <laughs> well, Sid's 19, though. Oh, look at Armad's airbrush shirt. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. Hot new gear for Armad Johnson. Look at him with a belt. Yeah, Ahmed. Star. Ahead. Nothing could go wrong, <laughs> and nothing can go wrong. Oh no! It all went wrong. <laughs> that was something
3: you'll have missed while you're on, um, while you're on your jollies. One of the articles we put out on the website was Ahmed Johnson returned to the wrestling world. It was a bit clickbaity, but he was doing a signing, which is rare for Ahmed Johnson. Mm. He usually doesn't appear. Uh, and we put it out on Twitter, and one of the comments on the info, she's like, Oh, I bet Jackie Orlando's happy about this. <laughs> so I was just like, Yes, like, I wrote it as well. I was like, Oh, Ahmed in the pile, of writing this.
2: Get in. What's it, what's, so, Ahmed Johnson, I'm looking, I'm trying to, I might be able to make it out better once he gets uh, his way to the ring. Try to see what Ahmed's shirt says. It
3: looks like the Sid airbrushed on one side.
2: And then there's a picture of Sean next to him on the other. On the back, it says, They might kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Read it, beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> Imagine if it did. Apologies, by the way, the camera froze a little while ago. But we're back now. Actually, it was a while ago because you put your jacket back on. Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Jean-Claude Jacquetie with his on. Jackety, jacket on. Jacquetie, jacket on. Do you remember when you did put your jacket on? Uh, This morning. No, no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, uh, that's fine. Yeah. It'll be what it'll be. That's fine. Anyway, one hour, 15 minutes and 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Short Michael's out first. Odd. I'd have had him come out very last. Yeah. Unless they've got plans for like a big
3: new heart. Especially if they're in Canada and they're going to have heart adjacent people. Oh, the. F- oh, rails God! Come down. <laughs> Pile on! Sean taking it in a stride inside he's just like if I had the ability to, I'd make sure all these people were fired and make sure no one turns <laughs> up again. I want that. If I ever see that railing again, I'll have it melted
2: down. There was a power cut in the building last time we were together and Sean really got a cob on about it. Yeah. <laughs> he is the heartbreak kid. He's the heartburn kid. <laughs> he's not really the gather scon elbow. <laughs>
3: The Gaviscon album. He never goes anywhere without a packet of Rennie, he does uh, <laughs> Shawn Michaels. <laughs> it's like, oh, that madras has a kick to it. Mm. I can't imagine Shawn Michaels eating a madras. <laughs> I'm trying to now. I can picture, you know, Bulldog and Vader getting it. It's like, oh, have a bit of that. Lovely. Do you want your, your Fantastic.
2: <laughs> Shawn, do you want some madras? Yeah, of course I do. I'll just grab the fork. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, God, he's going to kick fuck out of me. <coughs> right, look, at look, at the, look at the regular, I make a little comment about Sean, going, do you press the Sean? All right. Hello, I'm Sean. Hello, I am Sean Michaels. Look slightly off to the left. Hello, I'm Sean.
3: As we say in Merseyside, mm. one eye in Heighton, one eye in New Brighton. <laughs>
2: Anyway, there's the shirt. Ahmed, Sean Sid, they might kiss. Question mark. Oh. Oh, the baddies on the back. Oh, he's got the baddies on the back.
3: Has he just picked up a little Canadian flag? Yes, he has. Yeah,
2: he knows what he's doing. Clever boy. I mean, very complimentary pictures of Bulldog, Vader, Owen and Cornette on the back. Right. Not even put, like, dickhead on them or anything like
3: that. There hasn't been a Mattel, Ahmed Johnson figure, but if they do one, I hope it does come with that, because that's oh, cool.
2: That's a great... Yeah, like a, one- as like a one-off yeah. thing. I kind of want someone to make Ahmed in 2K23, but with that attire. Yeah. Someone will have
3: done it. they creator, create a, a wrestler community's
2: it's Ridiculous, phenomenal. Uh, Andrew had a great chat with the 2K developers the other week. You can hear it on the podcast feed, and they're very complimentary of the community creation Creed. They said, "Look, we're very grateful for them because they help guide what we do and how we do it."
0: And even go back at,
2: like the old SmackDown versus Raw
3: games when it was, you'd go in the creator wrestlers. Because I only used to play wrestling games around that era for the creator wrestlers. After mm. the N64, I was just like, oh, no, I just like making people. And if you went into the moves, they'd be like, oh, move set number 15. And you click it, and it'd be AJ Styles. And this was when he was in TNA in 2006. And they'd be like, here's all of AJ's moves and taunts. Here's awesome mojo's his Here's Christopher Daniels. So okay. they'd, they'd be like, people are going to make these. Let's put them in there. And it's just snowballed since then. Mm. It was brilliant. Yeah.
2: I used to make... Create arresters on No Mercy. Yeah. You had very limited options, very limited um, combos. Yes. So it was a it was yeah, you, know, you, you did the best that you could with the tools that you had. Nowadays you can you can basically mould anybody. And I gave up the ghost about four years ago because I sat there and I tried to make I, I tried to make Gangrel yeah. like 2K14 and it was like eyebrow length. Oh fuck this. Yeah, the, I was just now
3: can't with the N64 ones it was just like oh here's my creator wrestler next to an actual wrestler and because they were the same graphics it was fine whereas now if you're not a pro at it it's like putting a drawing up next to someone's <laughs> face and being like can you tell the difference it's like well, yeah quite clearly yeah that's why I'm in awe of people that they're do incredible it. They're incredible, yeah. Amazing
2: people. Amazing people that make those sort of things.
3: And they do them quickly as well. And they're just like, right, here's Bullet Club Cody Rhodes with his black hair and here's all the logos. And I'm we've...
2: just in awe of that. Like, we like, 2K came out and within an hour, they were like CM Punk Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Like, like like multiple versions of AEW talents. like, how have you done this so quick? And they're just like, ooh, that mole
3: on Hangman's face needs to be an inch higher. Thanks, I'll rectify it. It's like, I didn't even know he had a mole.
2: You didn't, I, I didn't, you didn't even know, know he had it. a face. Yeah. They're just very stupidly talented people of which we do not deserve.
3: I like the fact as well, the heels are all coming out together and to Vader's music, so they can't cheer Owen Hart and they can't cheer Bulldog. You have to
2: all boo Vader. But that's a very deliberate move as well because Vader is, uh, you know, they teased a bit in the opening at the free-for-all. Vader and Sean is the destination. Yeah. Post-international incident. So we're kind of getting Vader into that position where they're kind of trying to do, you know, make good on their investment, with yeah. Vader. Uh, it's been very hit and miss and stop and start, bulldog <laughs> in the way, on and off of Vader. You bastard. Get out of it. Oh, talking about in your house
3: events in Canada, there is a, I think the, ooh, being clairvoyant again. I think there is one in 97, I think, which, ooh, ooh, the entrances are going to be very loud. Very loud. Oh. Very loud. A show I've never watched all the way through. Have you not? No, that'll be a joy. I've watched it in Dribs and Drabs and it's still highly regarded. It's just
2: Heath off the chain. Oh, that'll be, when we get to that, that'll be a deep Mm. joy. Oh my God. Yeah. Great show. So, like, a one match show. Yes, but what
3: a one match! Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the undercard though has got like Takamichinoku versus the Great Sasuke and stuff. Yeah, he's like,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. why? It's because of, <laughs> it's a, why? But why not? Amazing! Because, because all the wrestlers are in the main event. <laughs> We've got to fill out the undercard somehow. Yeah. But they really give the main event time. It's a really solid outing, and they just lean into oh. the, the the bias. It's fantastic. It's great when they, you don't know, whenever you when they do it and they lean into the bias. It's brilliant. Yeah, like here. Again, like you say, there were going to be cheers for Owen and Bulldog. They're in Canada. Yeah. Um, They're not quite at the point yet where they want to embrace the Canadian
3: hypocrisy. look at it. Was it Royal Rumble 92? When Sid eliminates Hogan, originally the audience erupted into cheers, and that week the WWF went, scrap that, edit the audio, so everyone boos when it was shown again. The crowd are booing Hogan, getting dumped out by Sid. And it's like, if the people want to cheer him, let him It's not like he's gone out there and said, I love stamping on the heads of cattle. And everyone's gone, yeah, If yeah, yeah. If he's doing that, you're just like, oh. No, but it goes not. against
2: what WWE's plans are. Yeah. And, and, and that's that's something that they have been known to be silly buggers about up until the modern era, yeah. where they've gone, no, this is our plan. It took like a, wh- a whacking great groundswell for them to move away from Orton versus Batista as the third Mania 30 main
3: event. God, yeah.
2: That took a hell of a groundswell. Yeah. And even then they had to kind of, like, patch Daniel Bryan into the main event somehow, some way. Look at Sean
3: there. This is prime Shawn Michaels now, isn't it? The mullet's gone. It's it's just long hair now. And he's still got his hair and his looks and his eye. (laughs) (laughs) He's still a sexy boy rather than a disheveled man.
2: (laughs) Just a disheveled man. Disheveled disheveled man. man. It might have already happened at Stand and Deliver on the weekend, there's part of me that hopes that Grayson and Waller and Johnny Gargano's match happens and at some point, like, I love the idea and I don't think they'll do it, maybe they won't do it this way now, but I like the idea of Gargano beating Grayson Waller. Yeah. And then as Waller's kind of coming to his feet, Michael's music hits and Shawn Michaels comes out to the ring, full ring attire, doing the dance, gets in the ring, switching music to Grayson Waller, leaves again. <laughs> I think he'll definitely <laughs> throw a kick That would be a, a great him. last stand for Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Kind of right to the wrongs of the, uh, the. Stand, yeah, I forgot about that, stand and deliver as well. Yeah, because that's
3: on at a reasonable time for us in the UK, I think isn't it? Six
2: p.m. our yeah. time. Yeah, something like this, five or six o'clock in the evening. One believes. Which yeah. should be a fun time. Yeah, it's, well, it's already happened. It's, it's weird doing these happened. knowing that like this this yowed wrestling event has already happened. Yeah, something really dramatic might have happened last night. <laughs>
3: I'm just because the world may never know. I'm just wondering how long both nights of Mania are going to be. How how long was it roughly? About
2: three hours. Really? Three hours each. That's not too bad then. That's all right. We'll be in bed by five. (laughs) (laughs) Together we can beat the Friday traffic.
3: Well, Aiden Gibbons has already said he'll give me a lift home. He's like, How are you planning on getting home? He's like, It's Sunday hours on the metro if the metro's running. I went, Ah, yeah. He's like, give you a lift. I was like, thank you. Oh, yeah. what a guy. We, we were trying to figure out what kind of like delicious food we're going to order in. And he's like, eh, it's, it's like Saturday night. He's like, it might only be McDonald's open at like 11-ish. I was like, oh, whatever. See see how it is. Why do you
2: order like, which you might have already done, like a little picky tea? A picky tea. Ooh. Get a picky tea. Go earlier in the day. Yeah. Get a little picky tea. Yeah. And have a little Buffy running.
3: I, I love that. I love like a bag of Haribo and a can of Monster. Haribo and
2: Monster. Just some sausage rolls and some little scotch eggs. Pick your I'll,
3: I'll come in during your stream and just pop a sausage in your mouth, I, say nothing and walk out. I would love that. And is like,
2: what on earth was that? That was a terrible <laughs> Why did he Pach- pop a sausage in his mouth? Atkins, can I have a sausage? It's like, here you go, Adam. <laughs> come in and pop sausages in all of our mouths. Here you go. I said sausage, not penis. Do that. Who knows? <laughs> okay. And Anything then... happens on stream. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 t- yeah. Us, that's us. That's our channel shut down if that happens. <laughs> channel, why did you shut that? Our penis popped up on the stream. Yeah. <laughs> Not even sorry, mate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just nearly snotted down the microphone. <sighs> oh, and I punched the table. Well done. It's all going on. It's like we're in that weird oh.
2: room again. Oh, we haven't been in the weird room for a while. Oh. Look at these behemoths. Size of Sid. Oh, Sid's the... looking motivated. He looks like he's he, he, his first match in a
3: while. He's up for it. It's true. He's been playing softball. How red's his back? Jesus. It is
2: quite red, in it? It's
3: like Hogan levels got, of
2: tan. He's got quite an angry back.
3: <laughs> Jesus, Sid! It's working. I listen to the cheers. Listen. Because really now, this is Sid's best run of his career, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's Obviously, he had, you know, he was a big deal in WCW in the early 90s. The Run with the Horsemen, the stuff with when he teamed with Vader. And then the late 90s he, uh, WCW when he has Big Goldie. But this now is. This is
2: Prime Sid. Prime Sid. Prime
3: Sid. Prime Sid. You're here for a kids? Come <laughs> on. The fire's warm.
2: He's, Sit down and have a sausage. He's got half the brain that you do. It's the top runner. Sid's live. <laughs> I know how he, you said he looks like. Um, A a juiced-up Bobby Davro. Freddie Starr. Freddie Starr, sorry. (laughs) Not Bobby Davro. Next time he comes... Oh, look at this! Oh, 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 my my God! God. Ahmed did the multiple German suplexes!
3: Lovely. And... Wow! I'm going to go out on a limb here. Controversial.
2: Preferred it to Benoit's. Never liked Benoit's multiple one. Is it because he was a small guy and it was feasibly difficult to fathom him picking this bigger guy
3: up? Well, Benoit's technique was arguably better, but that was just Ahmed. He was quick. He was snapping into it, going shoulder, like, yeah. dyingly. Like, Benoit, it seemed like he'd do it for about eight minutes and he'd land awkwardly on his own back and it was just a bit too long. Whereas Ahmed was quite intense. I oh! can't believe I've just said Ahmed Johnson does something better in the ring than Chris Benoit. All of it.
2: <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. There's yeah. a, lot, there's a yeah. lot going on there. Bulldog was livid because Bulldog... Cause... Oh! Come on Ahmed Come on Ahmed, Come Ahmed. There. At this moment <laughs> German suplex me um, Pair with uh, a pl- <laughs> <laughs> came in going Stop doing Germans <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't forgiven them well, We're not <laughs> forgiving them Fight him on beaches. Uh, fight him on beaches. <laughs> fight him in the sea. We'll fight him in the sea. I'm not one of those uh, mermen from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Forgotten about that. You forgot about the merman bit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I nearly died. <laughs> heart nearly stops. <laughs> Took to Atlanta. What with a merman? Crowd chatting, Sid. Yeah, they look for, they're in for Sid. Watch when Sid comes in. Like I know he looks like a like, uh, a big Freddie star. In the face, it looks a bit like Greg Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Greg Davis from Man Down. Gilbert! And uh, Taskmaster. <laughs> and lesser known um, BBC Two sitcom We Are Clang. Oh, I don't know that. No one does. No one watches We Are Clang, and it really makes me sad. Uh, I played an episode to Alex, and she went, This is the least funny thing I've ever seen. I think it's brilliant. What was it? <laughs> it was a sitcom starring Greg Davis, Steve Hall, and Marek Larwood. Mm. Uh, which they were the comedy troupe that that Greg Davis got his start in. They did a gig at Worcester Uni, and I interviewed them for the Worcester Uni newsletter. Wow! Long before Greg Davis was a thing, and I, I'm so annoyed that I didn't savor the memory of being sat in the same room as Greg Davis. Yeah. Furious about myself. They even said, "Do you want to stay for the gig?" And I said, "No." Because I was going home. And I was like, what a nice date for the gig. They're brilliant. But they did a sitcom on BBC2 called We Are Clang, uh, which is kind of like the best hits from their stand-up show, but in a sort of comedy environment. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. History hasn't been kind to it. No. no. And I get why people think it's shit, because sometimes it's a bit cringe, but I love it. But Greg Davis was in that. So yeah, that Greg Davis. But he went on to greater great things like Man Down. His stand-up show on Netflix, You Magnificent Beast, it's called. Yeah. I've watched it about 10 times. Oh, wow. I think he's, I, it, it just, one of the, it's, it's a, it's a stand up that never ceases to make me belly laugh. Yeah. No matter how many times I watch it, he's great. I was going to say,
3: talking of like lesser remembered sitcoms, I don't know if we've talked about this one before, but there was a Twitter thread last year and it was like, post a screenshot of a of a TV show that you're adamant you're the only one who remembers. So, Channel 4, early 2000s, Friday nights, the estate agents. No. No. See, no one remembers the estate agents. There's about three estate agents in London. Was it Mark Devlin, Mark England, and someone else, but two of the characters were called Mark. One of them was a bit like a flashy ladies' man, but he was an arsehole. One of them was a closeted homosexual who had to join him with all the banter. He was just like, oh... Birds, eh? And he was just like, I hate these fellas. And one of them was basically like a wreck of a man. And like there there was one where he got battered by bouncers and woke up on a roller coaster. And it was just all weird stuff about these just three arsehole estate agents in London. And <laughs> they had their boss called Tony and he'd like turn up and he'd just be like, hide this. And you just hand him a gun and it would never be mentioned again. It was quite surreal and it was a bit odd. Oh. And it didn't run for very long. And it's probably aged like fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I remember like their boss, Tony's like, been set up on a celebrity blind date tonight, going out with Caprice. And the next day he's just like, how was your date with Caprice? like... Got my wires mixed up, had a bit of an ear infection. They said caprice, it was Rusty Lee. <laughs> Weird stuff like that. Someone trying to eat a dead badger in the in the alleyway and just I like the fact they were trying to eat a dead badger. He was just like, Mark, there's a dead badger by the bins. He was like, Oh, you beauty. And someone else like uh, had a, a tryst with someone and he damaged his knob. And then the next day he's looking at his pants. like, It looks like Marty Feldman. <laughs> and I was just like, This is such an odd show. And I'm thirteen wow. years old. The estate agents. Yeah. The the main guy in it, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was in that show. Is it was at the worst week of my life? Which was on BBC for a bit. If you Google the estate agents Channel Four, it might come up with a picture of and You might. It's one of those where you'll recognise everyone who was in it. it sounded,
2: uh, looky, looky. The estate agents.
0: When, do you know when it was
3: on? Oh, I want to say about two thousand and three. But Channel Four. Uh, not theatre
2: agents. The estate agents Channel Four. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Yeah,
3: those three.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, the chap on the left rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curious British telly, the estate agents. It was just
3: odd, just unscrupulous estate agents. But it was quite surreal. It was during that time when, like, it wasn't as surreal as Mighty Boosh, but that kind of, that era where you could get away with just weird shit and spaced and... Oh. Ah. But it's probably aged terribly. I've not seen it since it aired. I think I had one episode that was videotaped because it'd be like Jackass. Like Bo Selector, Jackass, and then that on a Friday night. I was like, what a what a great night for an adolescent
2: boy. Yeah, that's that's all yeah. oh, you need is South Park to finish that off. Oh yeah. Well, I'm very intrigued by the estate agents. Yeah. Like I said, it's probably aged terribly, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I imagine it's on YouTube as well. I imagine someone's uploaded every episode to YouTube. I probably
3: have like 800 views, like an episode or something daft. <laughs> so I yeah, remember, it going um, on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember
2: what? I'm surprised at how few people remember that episode of Only Fools and Horses where Uncle Albert joined the Borg.
3: Oh God, yeah.
2: He got assimilated, didn't he? He
3: did. Yeah.
0: I'd, for-
3: five? I'd, I'd forgotten about it until you put that.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh God, I, yeah. There's a sitcom that I watch that um, I've never seen on, on regular television. I've only ever seen it on planes. Go <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> and when we were flying to the Maldives uh, to, for our holiday, and then we were flying to and from Oz, it came up on both flights. Uh, it's a sitcom called Bob Loves Abishola. <laughs> yes. And it's the story of this guy who runs this, this sock business. <laughs> 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 who has a heart attack and he has an in-house nurse to take care of him and he falls in love with her. Right. And uh, she's from Nigeria and wacky lifestyle differences, but she falls in love with him and they end up getting married and they're about seven seasons deep into this thing. And I'm like, so, but the only time I've ever seen it listed anywhere is when I'm on a plane. <laughs> so is it, where's it from? It's, uh, it's from America. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Hart, uh, Bob, Bob loves Abishola. Oh, that was three, surely. It sounded like it. A... Bob loves Abby Shola. It's an American yeah, it's sitcom. So it's like a, in front of a live audience. It's not very funny. <laughs> yeah, but I feel compelled to watch it when I'm on a long haul flight. <laughs> there's a show I've only ever
3: seen on an airplane, and then my mates watched it as well and thought it was really good. But there's only a couple of episodes called Baskets.
2: Baskets.
3: It was from a few years back. It's Zach Galifianakis as a failed clown. He's that he wants to be like a proper like opera style clown, but ends oh. up working at a rodeo. And the premise of it was fantastic. You know, Louie Anderson mm. plays his mum, but it's just Louie Anderson in a dress going, ah, oh, this is terrible,
2: <laughs> that's great. But
3: I only, ever, I only ever saw two episodes on a plane and my mates watched it on separate flights, and went, that's fantastic. And I, I don't think it's ever been on British streaming services. And there's probably someone out there listening who's in America, It's like, oh yeah, basket's fantastic. But yeah, I think it ran for about three seasons about Zach Galifianakis as this depressed, classic-style clown having to work in a rodeo and trying to adapt the like the high art of the clown oh, but wow. for a rodeo audience.
2: Oh, that's brilliant. Zach, Zach Galifianakis is... Uh, he's superb. He's a once-in-a-lifetime guy. Isn't he? Yeah. He's fantastic. He did some good stuff with um, Tim and Eric. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a show a while ago called Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job.
3: Great job. You know it? I got into it very, I've only ever watched it in Bits and Bobs. I wasn't into it at the time. And
2: then afterwards, I was like, why didn't I watch this? This, it's, it's the, the, the best way to describe it. And hopefully, this isn't blasphemy on some way, shape, or form. It's like an American, they're like an American Vic and Bob. Yes. In terms of like, it's, it's out there, peculiar humor. Yeah. It's very random access. Mm. And sometimes a gag will exist in the air for a minute and then you'll never hear it again. Like, they do. And, yeah. and it's just, the, the, they, I like all the fake adverts they do for stuff with the Cinco products, where they'll, they'll release the Cinco phone, which is revolutionized phones by... It's not complicated at all. It's just got one button. <laughs> so if you need to ring somebody, and there's like, say you need to ring like 142444, right, you press one, once, bump, four, press it four times, <laughs> <du, du>, <laughs> two, twice, du, du. oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> and it takes up like, this massive battery that might burn through your shirt. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> so you have to buy special. No, that's it. No, 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 that's it. The phone, the Synco phone, gets really hot after half an hour's use. So the so you are you are encouraged to buy the Synco phone cooling gel <laughs> to put on <laughs> your face. <laughs> it does sound very vegemum Bob. I just I, I i that's a weird part of my humor where i go i like when they when a, a sketch develops an item that just is is so useless yeah <laughs> and the way they get around stuff is so over-egged it's brilliant that's it your phone will burn your face so please use the secret cooling chat. <laughs> And then in the advert, it shows the guy applying the cooling gel, but for a bit too long. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just like just doing that for about thirty seconds.
3: It's it yeah, it's that prime Adult Swim humor, isn't it? Where it's mm. everything gets a bit uncomfortable. Oh god! Like the special we're not
2: going to name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> too many. Good. Oh, too. too many. Good. I put it on. I think I'm about to tell the story on the podcast before. I put it on once when Alex was just watching, looking at her phone. And I put it on. It's horrible, and I didn't. I didn't announce what was happening, so she's just like going, "Oh, is it a sitcom?" And then it it went on and on, and she went, "She said, Tom, I don't like this. I feel really uncomfortable." I watched it by myself on
3: a phone, and like it got to the point where I started. I was like, "Oh, I can feel myself going white." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, this is horrible." this is really horrible.
2: <laughs> and then at the end, you just go, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, this goes back to what we said earlier about being disruptors. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of being the disruptor in it's, this day and age. Uh, I got into uh, Eric Andre very late as well. Mm. One of my
3: friends in Canada, Natalie, years ago, we used to uh, hang out, eat sandwiches and watch adult swim cartoons. And she's like, are you a fan of Eric Andre? I was like, no. And she's like, Why? That's right up your street. Because you're about to be. And then when I watched the the intro, it's him just trashing the place to, like, jazz. (laughs) And then, like, Hannibal Buress turns up just out of his head. Just like, hey, what's going on? (laughs) And, like, a a dead bird will fall from the ceiling and something smells and someone will run in and just, like, cut off someone's arm. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever watched. (laughs) This is brilliant.
2: We've got very similar humour, you and I, I think. Like, I think... I think we like stuff that is far too chaotic for for general consumption. (laughs) Well,
3: the other week, because sean has been gone, I've been listening to the stuff that she'd hate. So
2: I've been listening to... That's something quite nice when your partner's not there. Like, I love Alex to bits, but when she's not there, I will watch and listen to all the stuff that that she doesn't like. I've been listening to Derek
3: and Clive recently. Oh, wow. (laughs) Which, if you know Derek and Clive, you know Derek and Clive. And if you don't, it's Peter Cork and Dudley Moore. Mm. Just comedy royalty, especially Peter Cook.
0: Mm. Um,
3: And in the 60s, household names and just doing like, you know, sketch stuff about fellas in the pub and all this. But in the late 60s, early 70s, they did these records called Derek and Clive. And it's just them saying the most outlandish shit. I'm sure they got, didn't they try to get prosecuted over it for obscenity laws? I don't remember. Because it's just all stuff just like well, I saw this, fellow, and he walked up to me. I said, how are you doing? He said, are you cool? What, what you, fuck you? You can't. It's just them saying you can't for five minutes, which today is rough. In the 60s, that's like whipping your dick out on the news. It was just like, you don't do that. You don't whip your dick out on the news. So just them, again, disrupting it. And then Peter Cook did uh, a series. Have you ever listened to Why Bother? Peter Cook and Chris Morrison conversation. No,
2: I haven't. It's It's
3: fantastic. Let's have a quick timestamp because we are not paying oh, anything. One hour,
2: them. 41, and 30, 31, 32,
3: or 33. So, why bother? It's from 1992, and Chris Morrison, is day-to-day guys. On the radio, interviewing Peter Cook as Sir Arthur Streep Griebling. And it's, like, six episodes, about 10, 15 minutes each. And they're just ad-libbing. He's like, Sir Arthur, you're, of course, known for your work with eels. And he goes, oh, yes, those bloody eels. <laughs> and he's saying stuff about he went, he was sent to prison by his own father when he was three and lived in a man's pocket. And <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> the, the reason Betty Grable was such a star in Hollywood is because her legs were on backwards so she could dance like no one else. And, it was like, and when she walked in a room, of course, she was walking out. And just, it's just... Just them freewheeling. If you, like bollocks it's superb it's all on youtube and it's just called why bother and it's it's fantastic <laughs> absolutely brilliant well, i've been listening to all that shit because if sean was here she'd be like what on earth are you listening to
2: <laughs> i was like
3: off the street of greeblins talking about how to make owls work underwater and she's like shut up <laughs>
2: <Stop."> <laughs> your your sean and my alex should be best friends <laughs> <laughs> just as like support group if <laughs> nothing else <laughs> They do put up with a lot. They do. I quite often will start showing Alex a recipe, but it will secretly be a How To Basic video. Are you familiar with How To Basic? No. <gasps> Can <I get> you? <laughs> oh, he's coughing. <laughs> I've got to get you onto How To Basic. Run um, and Power Slam by Davey Boy, well, right? Some that's wrestling. A, that's our
3: wrestling content done for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I haven't seen him in five weeks. Yeah, it's,
2: hey, they get it. They get it. I'm moving soon. My house burnt down. <laughs> right. How to basic. Right. I know this is very rude, whilst we're watching this together, um, but I encourage you to search for how to basic, how to make a wedding cake. This is a watch along within a watch along. <laughs> we're going mad now. So uh, we'll start it on go in three, two, one, go. How to make a wedding cake. Okay. Right. So You will need. It's the ingredients you'll need. Flour. Ahmed's in the ring. Fighting. (laughs) (laughs) There's the ingredients you'll need for a wedding cake. Lovely. There they are. Fantastic. Right. Take a bowl and add your eggs. Crack your eggs. Oh,
3: I think I know what this is. (laughs) I think I know what this is. (laughs) Crack your (laughs) (laughs) eggs. No, it's not what I think it is. This is, di- oh, this is like Tim and Eric now. <laughs> Six eggs in a mix. Oh, my God.
2: Keep adding your eggs. Keep adding your eggs. Keep adding your eggs. <laughs> so I was playing this to Alex last night, and she's like, please stop showing me this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing where I'd be giggling and Sean would be like, why are you watching a man whisk eggs? <laughs> There you go. There's, and there's all the, that's all the juice from the egg. Whack it in the pan. Make an <laughs> omelette. <laughs> Pop the omelette on there. There you go. Cut it off. <laughs> add some, uh, add some sauces. There we go. Pop in a picture frame. Sid's choke slamming in half. And there's, there's your egg. <laughs> this Make cake. some more eggs. Cook all your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Crack some more eggs.
3: <coughs> oh, this is me making breakfast.
2: <laughs> Crack some more eggs. This is giving me ideas. Crack some more eggs. <laughs> Crack some more eggs. Jesus what?
3: <laughs> this has gone quite
2: Monty Python though. Just a guy screaming at eggs. There's your eggs. So you take all your eggs, pop them in, fold them in. This is horrible. Fold- <laughs> Get your get your get your ice in. <laughs> Cover it over. Pop it in there. Pop up. Egg on the top. These eggs look delicious, There I'm you like. go. Pop some more <laughs> top, Egg on the top. Oh. Two. And no, that was still oh. maybe it's still going on. There you go. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> some work keeps popping up on my phone. Pop the figures in. It's a barbie and can. A presto wedding cake. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and that is how you make the wedding cake. Go away. That's <laughs> awful. Isn't it lovely? Yeah. And then <laughs> there's the cake. It looks lovely. Where's the groom gone?
3: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> Where's the groom gone?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're sometimes a bit more violent than that. Vader just pinched <laughs> on Michael. <laughs> oh, wow.
3: Uh, I thought that was going to be. Remember the videos that go around the other year, and it was someone like making eggs, and it was just really fast, and then he just like make like a plate of eggs, and they just start punching. Oh
2: no, it's the same guy.
3: Is it the same, the same guy? guy? He's just changed it off of bit. Yeah, he's, right? just,
2: you know, he's like dash them against the wall sometimes
3: yeah. and scream and. And there and was the one where he's cooking a chicken. He puts a chicken on his a raw chicken on his foot and starts kicking it into the wall.
2: <laughs> he set it on fire as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how be basic. Ah, I didn't know that's what it's, it was called. It's a deep joy. And I sometimes show them to Alex, and she'll go. She won't. She won't know what it is. And then afterwards, she'll go. Oh, I know what the video oh, is. Oh, that was horrible. But I don't, fantastic. I don't like it. A Good power bomb. Oh, oh that there was a lovely
3: boot. The crowd's kind of deflated after Sean took a sh- shock loss.
2: Well, they are a little bit, aren't they? So, yeah. but don't worry. Sid's getting the heat back. You'd think they'd do this after the show went off the air.
3: Oh, is he going to power bomb Vader? No, no, no. No, get him out of there. Get him out of there. Jose Lafario's there in a suit. Oh, yeah, what are you going to do, Jose? <laughs> well, we will smack you.
2: Oh, that's why this is, this is why they wait until then to get that spot in. Yeah. Sean and Vader, see you lads at the Summer Slams. That's your main event for the Summer Slams. Wow, there's still another six minutes. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, during that match, uh, I'm sad to report. I'm sorry to you out there in, I'm not. Lis- in listener land. <laughs> I'm not.
3: Get your fill. (laughs) Get in. I'm moving to Atlantis next week. (laughs) Uh,
2: During that match, Ahmed Johnson suffered a broken nose. Wow. Um, He seems all right, uh, but he's not because his nose is broken. Uh, Was it Vader twatting him in the face? Probably. Very likely a clothesline. Um, This will be uh, the first uh, of uh, a series of unfortunate uh, events that lead to the end of Ahmed Johnson's push. Yeah. Nothing to do with him. Like, he has been a beast. They're so fickle,
3: WWF times, aren't
2: they? Well, it's not that they were fickle at all. Um, but, but just to, like, say, in, like, well,
3: this one and a couple of other. but if you're over, you're over. I know that they, they say, oh, the issues of being trustworthy, but he just had his nose broken and finished the match. You'd mm. think that
2: would give him a couple of points. Superstar just wiped that cord out Cornette on the outside just before that uh, finish. But that's the match. That's our main event. Yeah. And uh, see you, lads, at SummerSlam. There's uh, a couple of ideas in the loop for SummerSlam. Yeah. I don't know which ones we'll see <laughs> because of uh, numerous complications, but we will get to it. Oh. In the next couple of weeks. Mm. But that's International Incident. Uh, we'll do the star ratings, see how, uh, see what you remember from each of the matches as we're wrapping up the shoe. Uh, body daughters and smoking guns. What do you reckon, Dave, give that from what you saw? One and a quarter. Three quarters of a star. Oh, okay. Uh, Mankind and Henry Godwin. A star. One and a quarter. You'll need nah, there. Bollocks. Austin versus Mark Mauro. Two. Three. Ooh, Nearly. Okay. Undertaker and Goldust. Uh, two and a quarter. Just two. Bollocks. And then for the main event, uh, Camp Cornette versus Michaels and Buddies. Uh, th- three and three quarters. Spot on. Three and three quarters. One out of six ain't bad. And he's only half watching them. Yeah. Hey, that's incredible.
3: We were reminiscing about comedy.
2: <laughs> remember Buffalo <laughs> remember River State Agents, yeah. remember Gold Fashioned I'm pretty sure
3: people only listen to these watch alongs to hear me and you talk shit anyway. We get the rest so. of them done in the actual week to week stuff. Yeah.
2: I think if anybody, I think they'll like the bit where I was eating an Easter egg and you're eating a, a biscuit. Yeah. I still got peak drag there. All... I think mainly. <laughs> Quite like the seriousness, the instant logo. Or oh, oh, extra. extra. Doc Hendricks and Griller. <laughs> Can I get on the main roster, please? I'm only thirty odd. <laughs> <laughs> Not even hit me prime yet. It's like Hans Mall, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I book a match.
3: <laughs> well oh, here we go. Here we go. Mankind this is The Undertaker. That's slam. No ring is going to hold these two guys. Boiler room
2: brawl. <laughs> First of a boiler room brawl. <laughs> Bit risky, you know, what with the boiler of the building. Uh, they were like...
3: It was a really hot concept for a couple of years, the Boiler Room Brawl, and then just poof, nothing.
2: Yeah, I think, when was the last Boiler Room Brawl? It must have been about 2000, probably. Possibly, yeah. Uh, definitely one in 99. Because there was... Did they bring one back for the Spirit Squad? Oh, no, they didn't, no. It's the Mankind, Mankind Big Show. I had a couple,
3: didn't he? I'm going to Mankind it. Undertaker. Mankind versus Father Christmas, which was DX. Oh, yes. I don't know how I can remember that. My memory's getting really bad.
2: <sighs> boiler Room Brawl. So, the last Boiler Room Brawl, yeah, was Triple H of Santa Claus beating yeah. Mankind in 1999. Yeah? They had one in WCW. They had two in WCW. Bollocks, did they? There was Meng involved. <laughs> Jerry Flynn versus the Barbarian. Wow. And Jerry Flynn versus the Wall. Wow. Jerry Flynn in the Boiler Room Brawl. <laughs> Karate man. And they've just announced the main event for SummerSlam there, which is Shawn Michaels versus Vader. The man they called, Vader. Yeah, so the baller and ball, uh, we haven't seen one since 1999. It's an alright concept. It's a fine concept. But but I I would feel weird doing one without mankind. I'm surprised they haven't done it for Bray Wyatt. I guess you've had other stuff like the Firefly Funhouse. I
3: loved the Firefly Funhouse. Which one? the Wrestlemania one against John Cena mm, fantastic I, I really loved that that was my favourite match from that mania more people prefer Boneyard I preferred that because it it congratulated you for knowing what was going on
2: mm. it's like here's that reference remember this you've been watching well done lovely bit of silliness yeah Enjoy, especially at a time when uh, everything in the world had caught fire mm. so they, they turned that around dead quick I don't know what it was going to be initially but it certainly wasn't going to be that yeah but they made it into something. John into Cena it.
3: joined the NWO, Bray
2: Wyatt being Eric Bischoff. It's like fuck me. If anything, he just given us those photos of John Cena in NWO attire walking out onto the night, walking out on the Nitro set. They made a figure of it. They did,
3: didn't they? Yeah. Because I nearly bought it. Because I'm making an NWO collection. I thought, oh, I don't want a John Cena
2: figure, but I'd quite like all the paraphernalia that comes with He's it. He's not technically canon NWO. No, is he? no. He's daydream NWO. Yeah so you wouldn't really put him in it. So that was International Incident. Did you enjoy it? Sure. It was great. <laughs> nice to, ca- <laughs> nice, to catch you. Up. <laughs> nice to see you again. Nice to catch and up. And you. We got that out of our system, so if you if, if you like, next week's show will be uh, a little bit more normal. Yeah, a bit more cromulent. A little bit more cromulent than you would expect. But thank you for watching In Your House. International Incident with us. Until next time we are together. Uh, he is at rambunctious Jackie Orlando. He is at Brad Atkins on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't forget to join us! Clive fuck love you. Bye. That was a legit
3: <laughs> stretch that I tried to turn to some kind of celebration. Did you notice? <laughs>